welcome everybody to Mog Talk episode uh, 222. Today is March 6, 2021. If you are unfamiliar with Mog Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy XIV community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing. Uh, today is going to be about house design, which is actually the end game for a lot of different players, whether you realize that or not. Uh, and I figured who else to bring on besides some people who dedicate a lot of their time to doing this in-game and even have a podcast, HGXIV. Uh, before we go too much further, of course, I want them to all introduce themselves so you know who they are and their voices. Uh, we'll go kind of clockwise here. So we'll start here with Ashen, if you don't mind. Tell everybody who you are and kind of your experience with the housing community. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Ashen Bride. Um, I think a lot of people might know me. And I'm located on Primal and Famfreet. Mm -hmm. And I've been designing for a very long time. <laughs> You've been what for a long time? I've been designing. I've been oh. doing housing. Yeah. That, to me, you know, uh, you guys don't want to look at my house. Anyways, <laughs> it's really bad uh, now that I think about it. Because it's one of those things I just never really thought too much into. And I don't know if a lot of people have, but uh apparently you guys definitely have and there's a huge community behind it so how how long have you been designing i i've been playing forever i've been playing since um a realm reborn in 2013 i didn't get a house until um 2018 though okay so i've been basically doing i've been just obsessed <laughs> with it since yeah 2018 it's 2021 now i do like a house like once a month Okay, okay. That's pretty awesome. Oh, well, let's go ahead and uh, get the other two here. We have uh, S-Y-N-T, Sint, right? Sint? That's it, Sint. Okay. So, hey everyone, I'm Sint. Uh, despite the accent, I'm also from Frankfurt. Mm. Uh, I've been in housing, oof, it's over a year now. Uh, I'm the most junior one here. Okay. Um, basically quit raiding one day. Decided to make houses instead, and uh, here we are. Been with HGXIV for at least over half a year now, and I just, I basically just play the game to make houses at this point. You upgrade it, man. Rating to housing. Uh, so that's a good call on your part. And then <laughs> let's go on to last but not least, uh, Dividus. Yes, uh, yeah, my name is Dividus. Uh, Dividus Iliaster from Cerberus on the Chaos Data Center. And I am also, I've been also in the housing or design community for quite a while. I've started playing roughly uh, at the end of Heavensword. I started playing and uh, I knew that housing was a thing, but I didn't really get much into it. Obviously, since I had to you know, make some money, ask my FC to mm. give me some money to get an apartment and all of that. Um, and they helped me make some furniture and I really just started doing stuff from there. And got in my house just like a year ago or something. Not very, you know, I've designed... I mainly design for other people, for friends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's been quite a while. Like I, I do all of, all kinds of things in the game at the moment. Uh, it's not only housing. This is why I also don't pop out a house like every month or so. Mm. Uh, but only maybe maybe every like three to three months or something because whew, <laughs> it's quite <Okay>. something. <laughs> so four lucky people get a designed house a year. Was, is what uh, you're what's our, again? You, four four people are lucky enough to get a house designed by you is what you're saying. Oh, oh yeah, maybe maybe four, uh, more like two a year. It feels like at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute list at the moment, Dev. <laughs> yeah, but we'll we'll get to that, I guess. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, 
Uh, thank you all for coming on the show. This is actually something that I'm pretty excited to talk about, uh, mainly because it's just interesting to me how the housing scene has developed in Final Fantasy XIV since it was implemented. When was it implemented? It was implemented uh, in Heaven's Word? No, it was before Heaven's Word. It was like the beginning of the game they had housing, right? Yeah, there was housing on the Realm Reborn. I remember my yeah. FC having a house in it looking absolutely terrible, so it's yeah. been there. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer from ARR, and that was horrible. <laughs> I like I, I, that was great. Like, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's if you if you're coming from other games, it's uh, a bit weird to see something like that in an MMORPG. But it's been interesting. Yeah, I, I remember. Um, I've been playing for a long time, but with housing, I would go into like an FC house, and you know, my FC master's so proud. Like, look, I added sofas, but it didn't. <laughs> I didn't understand what that meant, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> it was it actually, now that I go back to remembering housing, uh, when I start playing a game, I start playing a game uh, just before I think it was 2.3. Uh, so around 2.2, sometime in that 2.2 to 2.3 range, uh, I start playing. And me and one of my friends and my now wife, uh, was like, let's go get a, a house for our little 10-man FC that we have. Um, and so we were, we were doing that, and we were like, man, we got to save up money for it. And that was the barrier. It was like, get any money for it. And then all of a sudden, now they just there's no houses anymore everywhere. A, a housing situation in Final Fantasy XIV uh, has turned into a completely like bought-out, everyone has one, some people have 20 um situation uh it's just funny how much it's evolved since it first came out because i don't know if anyone really expected it to go to where it is right now with people caring about their houses and everything else um i don't know why i went off on that tangent but <laughs> it's always no, worth talking about the housing crisis seriously yeah, yeah. it's it's an actual thing like a, a huge issue because Getting into housing, as I mentioned before, is like you start out in an apartment, but obviously there's some stuff you can only do in big houses, obviously with the space and uh, the glitches you can do in some mm -hmm. sort of houses too. Uh, it's 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 very hard to get into it if you don't already have the house. Yeah. Um, right, it's gotten better now that they added wards, because obviously it was necessary, because uh, like if I think back a year and a half ago maybe, housing design especially wasn't just a big thing, really. Like, mm -hmm. it, it was pretty, it, it's something new, like, it's been kind of a renaissance in some way. Um, but the issue with that still being, everyone wanted a house for their FC, for example, so there, it was even worse in the past, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But now that everyone's actually trying to decorate themselves, they see all the kinds of stuff on Twitter, uh, they want to be like, hey, I, I want to try to get into that, but how do you do that? First, you need money, as you mentioned before, <laughs> and then you need the money for the house and also the luck, depending on how long you want to camp for that, uh, 14 hour house. I know what you mean by luck, you need wrists of steel. Yeah, yeah you really need Mashing that. inputs for that many hours, <laughs> oh my. It's, yeah. it's god awful, the system I, really needs a major overhaul. I mean, I did it last year, right, when I moved off of uh, EU servers, and it, it damn near broke my wrists for like weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta god. also think uh, how many people are just sitting by that sign with the do not disturb uh, mm -hmm. by their name, and you're just like, well, I hope I'm just lucky enough, right? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Especially on an AO. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's uh, spicy. So that being said, let's get into a little bit about what you all do here with uh, housing. You have a organization called HGXIV, which I'm, I'm assuming I'm just guessing right now. I don't really know. Home and Garden 
14, right? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So what? All right. So I guess the best question for that is what is that? What is it just like you three walking around being like, hey, guys, here's some houses and everything else, putting them on a website, doing a podcast every once in a while? Or is it way more in depth than that? pretty involved. When we first started it, um, I was talking a lot to Div and Balance, uh, uh, the housing discord or the housing channel. <laughs> and I made a joke one time and actually the joke stemmed from mock talk because <laughs> everybody was like, uh, you know, housing so in depth, you know, we have so much to discuss. Uh-huh. People talk about routine. why aren't we talking about housing? <laughs> so I was like, don't worry, guys, I'll make a podcast. I was joking, but then I came back a couple weeks later, and they're like, "Well, where is it, Ashen?" So I was like, <laughs> "So I talked to Div a lot, and Div and I we get so passionate about just the way lighting will hit a wall, and the way the sun rays will come down yep. at nine a.m. on a table, <laughs> and creating an immersive atmosphere. And we're not the only ones who are like that. Mm. And just um, when you talk about it enough, it becomes well. Let's let's make this an actual thing and teach people how to do it. So when we started the podcast, it was just us just talking about things like um, obviously how to make a room, and then we talked about uh, things like east and west and things that we're doing in our um, designs, and it kind of became more of a. Uh, tutorial teaching you how to do this we're going to show you how to build things and from that our break it down series is huge Mm. and uh, it's luckily very user generated as well Uh, people can just post like their tv setup and people will copy that and that's ultimately what we want we want that home and garden thing Mm -hmm. you go to the website you see something you like you put it inside your house Okay, okay. I think like an IKEA manual, but like it's user generated. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the IKEA manual. Yeah, it's like you have so many little pieces that we often have the issue with uh, decorating uh, and pay, uh, posting those pictures on Twitter and the other uh, social media channels that we have, right? Mm-hmm. And people were always coming up to designers and us too asking how did you do that what is that item what is this item and obviously if you make a something like i think our very first uh break it down was a uh fi- like the uh wood wood burner right yes. um it was like made out of like i don't know 10 items um <laughs> and obviously people were a bit confused on what exactly did you do to comp- make an entirely new item out of all kinds of different small things so we obviously had to share it in some way, and we immediately saw that people are super interested in that kind of stuff, and they have implemented this item, as Asha mentioned, like on HGTV. Just they implemented that thing that they saw on our, uh, on our Discord, on our Twitter, uh, and they implemented it in their houses, and it looked really good, and people have been doing this, in, especially in the recent year where they just see something very interesting. And they're like, hey, this is exactly what I've been looking for, but I just wasn't sure how to do it. Because there's always a lot of experimentation involved in creating something like a uh, custom furniture piece. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you just don't have the resources to mess around with, yeah. especially if you're getting into it. This is a big, big thing like, oh, I, I, I'm not an Omnicrafter. I, I can do anything for shit. Uh, <laughs> I just want to mess around and create something interesting. And if it helps anyone else, what they've been looking forward to create. Hell yeah, let's share it. This is a big thing for yeah. us too. Like back then we always wanted to 
we wanted to share with people. We wanted to create a discussion. We wanted mm-hmm. to create talk about housing because it was always like, hey, I've seen this picture. I save it. I use it as, as inspiration. But there wasn't anyone talking about it specifically apart from obviously the housing channel and the balance discord. Right. That, was the, that was literally the only housing outlet we ever had on any discord. <laughs> this is how we like, uh, you know, became friends and stuff like that too back then. So it's a very interesting thing. The the community itself, uh, there's, back then, and I I guess even now, but back then it was like, you couldn't really talk about housing with people, really. uh, So we're lucky with the Discord, but um, in creating HGXIV, um, it it was a way to kind of make things very transparent. Like Div said, uh, make it easy, show you what to do, and then um, it generate kind of like a community beyond that. Mm. Okay, okay. Yeah, you it's, guys have um, done that. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, because obviously I'm, I was a viewer before I was actually part of it, so I think my perspective is probably a little different with like Ash and Div. Mm-hmm. Um, but what HGXOV is, has kind of changed a bit over time, to try and put it in like a succinct way, because obviously... You know, they're talking about it's all tutorials and stuff, and yeah, there is definitely that, but it's a lot of it's to kind of like inspire actual creativity in people as well. We do a lot of kind of applying real world concepts to houses, you know, like how light hits across rooms, how like color affects like depth and kind of, you know, changes your perspective of stuff. So we, you know, yeah, we, we teach people, we try to inspire creativity, you know, foster community, build confidence in people. And just get more people involved and loving housing the way we do. Mm-hmm. That that's HGXIV. Okay, okay. Do you guys anyone have experience with any of this stuff outside of Final Fantasy fourteen? <laughs> I painted no. a wall once. You did a what once? I, I, paint, I painted a wall once. <laughs> you painted a wall. Okay, was, okay. Yeah, nice accent wall. It's blue. It's <laughs> really good. <laughs> well, for for me personally, it was uh, I was when it was like a, I don't know like ten years ago, twenty eleven. I was really into Minecraft, like as silly as it sounds, okay. but I really started getting interested in level design when I watched uh, Minecraft YouTube, uh, my, my Minecraft YouTube videos back in the day. Um, and I've also been playing a lot of other games where you can just like build uh, different levels, like uh, with the Creation Kit in Skyrim, for example, hmm. uh, or the um, or in Fallout Four with a settlement system. And this is like where everything started for me. And I really liked how that worked. And then I was very disappointed in fourteen, um, because, <laughs> because compared to whatever we, whatever uh, limitations I had back then, like in let's say Heaven Sword with the furniture and what we could do back then, it was it was god awful. Uh, no matter where you come from, if you have any pass with like level design or interior design, either in real life applications or uh, with other games, mm-hmm. God, getting into fourteen is awful. <laughs> like it's 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 horrible it's really really bad yeah yeah i mean they give like a limited space i mean i'm guessing you uh, i don't know if you've tried Valheim yet that's the next step in all of those kind of games right yeah i heard about that i, I wasn't i wasn't getting to like i'm not even sure what exactly you do there i, I heard some yeah. friends play it i don't know if, is there some decoration thing? yeah yeah you, yeah. Build, you build your base and everything else well it's like i'm moving on, I, i'm moving on from 14 see you guys <laughs> I actually had someone DM me the other day offering me Gil in game to go get Valheim and design for them. <laughs> oh my oh my God. God. <laughs> game you're not familiar with yet. Just get in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Well, you can apply all of the knowledge you collect in 14 and other, uh, as, uh, like in other games, basically everywhere when it comes to level design. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's because it's it's more than just uh, design within one game, right? It's it's a general thing. It's just the game is the platform to do it. We could take everything we know and kind of go into the Sims and pl apply it there, and still kind of probably make stuff that looks like we made it, right? Yeah. No, though, I feel so underqualified after I listen to Div. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't understand how to do stuff like that. But I don't play game. I guess I play Stardew Valley, and <laughs> I really yeah. enjoy like farm layout. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little you, bit. You're different. calling yourself. Yeah, you're calling yourself underqualified. I said I play man Minecraft and like started yeah. learning from it. I don't think so that is. Minecraft, I mean... and I was like, what? <laughs> I, I don't want to call you out, but you're the person who sits down and, like, reads all these things about, like, how having walls at, like, slightly different angles will affect the flow of the room, and, like, I that's you. You're, you're the most qualified one. Me, I, I'm, I'm useless. I, I did art at one point in time, and I wasn't that good at it. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with that. I tried art, too. Um, and then I got angry because I suck so much, I would, like, look at him and be like, man, this is shit. Fuck this. Oh, this it's is like... a big mood. Oh my god. I, I I went to college for it multiple times. Really? I have I have never, never finished college. I am just mm. I, I get in my head. I am not that good. Uh, I feel you. I feel you with that. I mean, uh, being myself, I, I just got my degree uh like within the last year. Uh and I, I'm thirty four. So uh, It's never too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, I'm happy with it. Uh, but that being said, uh, you guys are learning a lot of stuff in this game. You, you are learning concepts that you could probably apply to other things, whether it's in-game, out-of-game, or anything else. If you wanted to get into like house design from here, you have a good stepping stone. Even though maybe it doesn't fit on a resume as well. Uh, it, it's the experience and the know-how and just being able to talk about those stuff, those things a little bit more cleanly. And it's... You know, art in general, I would think that would be, uh, it could be applied anywhere. Just making things look good. Even web design, mm -hmm. right? You could probably, some of the concepts you're learning in user interfaces and other things could work. You're talking about the flow of a, a building when you go into it. You could talk about the flow of a website, how you feel when you go into it. That's actually very vital. Uh, I completely yeah. agree with you. No. I'm actually web designer training, so it's yeah. really I, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a big proponent of like calling housing like a form of art because it is entirely a creative outlet. So mm -hmm. I completely agree with that statement. And of course, you could put it on a CV realistically. I mean, I think we all must remember stories of raid leaders putting it like on their CV. <laughs> that they, I mean, you know, yeah. they let it killed him. Wow. <laughs> and this is why I'm perfect for middle management. That's why I got a job, actually. Really. <laughs> Yeah, and I was really good at leading like a small team of people. <laughs> you could put that on a resume in some way. Yeah, I sure. I say that a lot. Like I'm really good like at leading and everything else on my resumes, but I don't reference my video game experience. And <laughs> I just say I was a, a leader in my previous job. That's that's it. Which I was. That's a good way. So. That's a good way to put it. That you're a right static leader actually on a resume. Why not? I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. If it works, it works. I'm too afraid. I, I keep my work life and my game life 100% split. Oh, same. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want them to know anything about my nasty, horrible habits of playing video games uh, and being online on the internet. But, okay, go ahead. I was going to say, based upon how I do housing, I'd have to put it on my resume as I'm really good at thinking inside the box. 
That was the worst fucking thing I've ever heard you say. I'm sorry. Every time, man. I'm great at these. I'm writing this down. Thank you. I mean, when you talk about housing and why why it's so like that, why it's such a big creative outlet. Um, there's something about like being in a situation where you have limited tools and making the best of it. Because I mean, that's what you're doing. You're making items that don't exist out of items that do exist. I mean, you're you're working with what you have as your canvas and your your painting tools in a way. Uh, so there's something really uh, impressive to be said about what people can do when they have limited options to make things look good. I, th I think I that is a big appeal of it. I think the fact that everyone has the same toolkit is why housing's kind of got where it is. You don't you don't feel like you have that barrier like you would if you know you wanted to sell art commissions because that barrier is entirely yourself, right? Like if everyone has the same thing then it's an even playing field. I think about that sometimes, especially regarding things like um, Sims. I, I do look at a lot of Sims for concepts because I, I, I like to see how rooms are laid out. Mm -hmm. But a lot of those Sims things, I don't play it, but I understand that it's a lot of it's modded. So you need mm -hmm. to have that particular mod. Not everyone's going to have that. And it's nice within Final Fantasy that you are all on an even playing field. And I, I enjoy trying to figure out how to make a realistic looking like toilet out of a chair <laughs> although in my case i usually use a sink <laughs> and yeah. it's, just, it's fun yeah i i would completely agree with you i mean i mean that kind of goes into the glamour world too uh you know you could uh go it, you have limited options but you're trying to make this outfit work and everything else uh i mean technically you could go completely against tos use mods and then make your your model where literally anything you want to uh but it kind of defeats the the artistic removes, side of it, right? It removes the fun. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. I, I think it's um, something housing has that like others don't is that kind of that challenge because of the limited toolkit. You know, you mm -hmm. you you have to like really think about stuff. So it adds this extra like layer of because I I'm, me myself when I design houses I'm kind of in it for the challenge of it. Um, it's less about just like creating for the sake. Of, I, I really I like that challenge. I like to set a goal and then have to work out really weird methods to get there. If I was drawing a picture, I'd just draw the picture. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Like the limitations and the constraints within Final Fantasy fourteen housing, it, it just makes it much more fun and honestly, just being yeah. able to create something that technically everyone has access to. This is what I had and uh, this is the issue I had with Fallout 4 back in the day, because the settlement system was awful, but you if you had the right mods, it was amazing. It was the best thing. You could create things that were looking as if mm -hmm. Bethesda created it themselves or even better. But being able to create something like that in a game that is so extremely limited in what furniture they give us, it's just so much more fun figuring that stuff out. And most of the time, if they give us something that we have made from scratch in the past, usually mm -hmm. we hate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's like it's it's it becomes less interested if it's just being served on a silver mm. plate to us because we wanted it. But there, where's the fun in that? It can look good, right? Like mm -hmm. I like it a lot. It looks more realistic. Obviously, it looks more immersive if you build uh, because this is what I like a lot about housing too, creating mm -hmm. something that looks believable in the uh, context of fourteen. But the issue with that being is just. It doesn't look exactly what I want it to look like in my build specifically. Like maybe there's some like a lamp that I want in there still, but you, we don't want to limit ourselves to just what the devs give us. We want to be able to create something without having this blank canvas and being able to create anything we want because that would be 
Honestly, I like the challenge about it. Just like Sin Sad, it's just way more interesting. There's a sense of pride in making an oven out of 30 That's slots. Opposed to, opposed to just like slapping <laughs> an oven down and being like, this looks amazing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like when someone says, hey, I saw this uh, person using a sink as a toilet. Like, I can finally shit down the sink, like, button 14, <laughs> 14 right? That's the, like, the, the proudest thing in my life to hear something like that. Mm. Okay, maybe not exactly well, like this, be, obviously, be... but... Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's a but good it's, moment. It's, great. it's a good moment. Yeah. yeah. It makes you happy. So, it makes you feel accomplished. I, I am curious. Um, I, I know you said it wasn't really... Like, you were a sub-channel in a rating Discord before, uh, <laughs> and that has kind of grown into something completely more massive. Uh, I Not just including your realm, your, your, the HGXIV... How big is the overall community? If you would have to kind of just spitball guess, uh, the the housing community. Sorry, that the, how big is that housing community overall? Huge. I would say it's massive compared to uh, last year. Yeah, uh, it has grown to a point where it's nothing comparable what it was before. Before it was just a few guys talking about it, and uh, mm -hmm. just you know, in like fifteen minutes talking about something they like and nobody listening to something where everyone's trying to hear advice or something like that. So many people have been getting into it. Obviously also Screening has been supporting housing in my opinion too a lot with adding a shit ton of furniture each major patch. Mm -hmm. um, which is great and people have been able to create something that looks nice without having to rely on a, b a billion rectangular partitions to make something like out of Legos. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which is great. How dare, how dare you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you know I'm right with those paperbacks. Um, mm. But bas basically, we have to also divide into, in my opinion, we can look at it as a collective thing, but we kind of have to divide into uh, two kind of branches of, of the housing community, the Eastern and the Western housing community, yeah. because they are vastly different. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, just uh, the communi communication barriers there, too, so it's just... It makes that's it, true. Yeah. yeah. Our, our only kind of point of overlap with the Japanese and, like, Chinese and Korean community is, is Twitter. But mm -hmm. for, like, a point of reference of, like, how big the community is, you know, there's at least one Japanese designer over 10k on Twitter just for making houses. There's at least another one coming straight up on 10k. That's, that's pretty significant for something yeah. that is, like, an, a small subset of a game like it's a niche within a niche and then like you're like 10k like that's that's madness right so uh, i guess like if you were going to guess how many people actively pay attention to what's going on in the community uh, and doing everything else are you talking about like a thousand people ten thousand people a hundred thousand people one billion people oh, um, oh i couldn't even say honestly okay, like, because I'll not ever not everyone <laughs> Well, I would say not everyone is involved in like a Discord or, you know, mm -hmm. that noticeable. Yeah. But I can walk around a housing district and I'll see a house decorated and they'll use something that I've seen before. Mm. You know, they've that they've seen online. So, it's probably very widespread. Mm. Okay. It's, it's massive. It's it's way bigger than you'd ever think it actually is and it's it's getting bigger all the time. I mean, we're talking because the thing is, because of what it is, you know, you're going to have people that are just watchers, mm -hmm. people that are just contributors. If you want a number, I'm going to genuinely put it somewhere between ten and 20,000 people. Which is huge. If you want a number. Yeah. Massive. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, compared to other parts of the community, uh, yeah. obviously, uh, we, as we mentioned before, maybe the PvP community, if you had to give a per comparison, mm -hmm. uh, that would be a vastly different uh, you know, set of people. 
But yeah, it's like you really have to define what a community really like, what makes it become a part of a community. Because if you just have a house and you look stuff up on Twitter or uh, other websites that provide like inspiration for you, um, would you consider yourself part of a community if you don't communicate with or like interact yeah. with that sad community? Mm -hmm. uh, like, how would you define that? I mean, That's the it, issue with that. It is that you're right, absolutely on that. And if I, we were going to talk about how many people care about housing in the game, we're talking about half of the population at least of Final mm -hmm. Fantasy XIV. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. so, I mean, it's a large amount of people, and they're all looking for maybe something about how to do the house, or if they want to investigate in how to do that, they can point towards like major websites, discords, and everything else. And that would be a huge community overall. But I guess, like, in my, my point of view, I'm thinking of the people who are actively like, you know, looking at new ways to do stuff with housing and actually going out there, and this is just a big part of their day-to-day -day operations. Um, yeah, uh, this is something we'll probably have to get to later anyway, because you know we're going to, have to talk sure. about glitches. But um, because the glitches are becoming more commonplace and floating items is becoming more and more widespread, the community is kind of self-perpetuating its own growth because the more you see it, you kind of go, oh, "I want to know how to do that." Mm. And so then they come into the Discord servers that have it. And so because that's becoming like more towards the new norm, it encourages people to kind of just fall into the fold by default. Right. That's true. They, they seek the advice. They want to, uh, yeah. they need the resources to recreate something they see on Twitter, for example. They want to know how the fuck did you actually create that. Exactly. Uh, and they, obviously, we want to provide something like that as a resource to SAJXIV. Mm -hmm. So we do see people coming in asking, especially uh, people asking a lot. It's just a thing in the housing community. Like, everyone is very helpful mm -hmm. with each other. Like, someone's going to post a picture with, like, the most bizarre pixels sticking out of a wall. And someone's going to, like, reply to you, like, in f five minutes and saying to you, hey, that's exactly this item. And we are going to be right about it. <laughs> like, it it's, cra it's crazy. People are so knowledgeable of all the models in the game of the furniture we have at our disposal, we can mm. see the, the smallest thing about something and we can tell, hey, that's this shelf loaded from below by I don't know how many pixels uh, mm. just sticking out. And this is basically what we do all the time in housing, honestly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just making things out of other things. So why do you think that so many people care about their house in Final Fantasy XIV? Because we were going to like do it from a completely outside experience. I don't I barely know what an MMO is, but you know, people care a lot about this house that's just this virtual house in the game. Why why do people care about their virtual houses in the game? A creative outlet, of course. Yeah. Now, it's like you want something pretty. And also, uh, some people take it from their adventurer's perspective. Like, mm. you know, I coming back from a hard day of being a warrior of light and I'm going to have like a really cozy bed and like a bear rug, you know, yeah. like that. Many of you use it as like a actual like immersive aspect of our character. And I like that a lot. That's personally my favorite. And, um, it's, it's just very interesting to me, honestly, to hear what people uh, come up with, because sometimes people create lore about their houses, too, and I, I do that a lot. I love it. I love doing immersive housing in 14 mm -hmm. in the context of a game. It's just the best thing to hear. Uh, that and also, I think someone mentioned that I, I overheard that on someone's YouTube channel. They said, uh, their real life houses probably look like shit and it's very <laughs> expensive to change that, but in game, you at least have some degree of control. Oh, that's fair. It's sad because I'm like that. I, th I, th I think a lot of also people kind of like being really into it. Um, crazy as it's gonna sound because of FC houses, 
uh, by Square tying so many like small utility things to FC houses. It's like, okay, so the FC is going to get this house, so you know we can get our you know grade three buffs and stuff. And then mm. it's oh, there's a house, so you've got to decorate the house. And then you see the decorated house, and you're like, oh yeah, I, I'm going to get my own house now. And mm-hmm. then this whole sense of pride comes into it, and it's yeah. Like having something, like being able to say, "Hey, that's my house." But also, this is something I wanted to mention too. Like, uh, we had a this, uh, we had an interview uh, with a Japanese, very popular mm-hmm. Japanese designer on the uh, podcast mm-hmm. uh, quite a while ago, and we talked about um, one aspect that is very interesting to us in the sense of the uh, Japanese community. They communicate a lot through the game. Like they go into houses, sit down together, and chat. This is something very weird to us westerners in my opinion because i never heard of anyone doing that <laughs> they all just sit in discord do their other stuff on the side you know raid or be in a dungeon or roulette or something like that right, right. but they just sit down and talk through that they don't use discord or other maybe they use line at best mm-hmm. but they don't really use discord or something like that they don't voice chat a lot because they just like the time they just come home and most of the japanese player base on like not most but like a lot of them are on ps4 for mm-hmm. example I just want to sit down on their couch and chat with their friends. Um, I remember Yoshi P in the um, documentary about uh, Realm Reborn. Um, he mentioned that people after the earthquake hit uh, Japan, the, yeah. the big one that really, I think in, at the, around the start of 2.0, mm. um, people were worried about their actual seamates, uh, right? And mm. they were like hoping they would come online and talk about stuff like that. And they were able to stay in touch because the server stayed online during this uh, hard time where electricity was out and stuff. Mm. And it was very heartwarming. And that like that led me to believe that the Japanese community especially uses that as like the game as a form of communication. And if you look at stuff like VTubers and stuff like that, how they set up their streams with the little tables, with the little drinks and stuff like that, mm-hmm. now apply that to Final Fantasy XIV housing where they sit down and just have a little chat while being able to not meet in real life because maybe there's a distance between them or now in the times of COVID, right? right. Uh, they can't meet up. They just sit down in the game and have a nice cozy place to uh, look around at and be together in some kind of form. And that's very wholesome, and I love it a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, actually, no. go ahead. Oh, well, actually, I was going to ask Div, uh, if he remembers BJ, Soryu, and I think it was Mikan, they they started to do, a, in, uh, like what he said, visit in-game, but they started to do an in-game workshop, and they had dozens that. of people <laughs> attend, and they would just talk and field questions from people. And it was so, it's kind of like, you know a, t- a twitch stream mm-hmm. but instead of a chat it's all in game and they would talk and do questions and then i think that they would build in front of them and yeah. that's such an interesting aspect to me because mm-hmm. when we do it we obviously build on stream but there is a dis- there is a disconnect because it's just it's just us three building in the house and mm-hmm. we'll read chat and then here they are building in front of people treating it like a school like a workshop <laughs> and it was just, it's so cool to me I, it's I very think they- also, they yeah. just, they just view stuff like this way more socially than the West does. I think they just, really do. Just just yeah. generally, so them sitting down and you know, I think they all three of them were in the garden at one point, like giving seminars to people. Path the course. They're living their life through that game. We 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 just kind of log in and we're like, ah, it's character, do some raids, whatever. Log off, talk to our mate on Discord. It's it's different. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I would agree with that to to an extent though, because I have seen 
some pretty interesting things socially within the game that's been happening. And for me personally, I, I do what you said. I log in, I do my rating stuff. I don't talk to anyone in the game. I don't do anything besides just getting on and playing a little bit than getting off. Uh, I do meme and shout chat every once in a while and they get upset with me, <laughs> but, uh, I'll say that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I just want to say that like, there's, there's like clubs all over, <laughs> Especially on the western oh, side, yeah. there's clubs <laughs> everywhere, and I'll see it on stream. I mean, Sly uh, does it as well, where he has his kind of velvet room, and people kind of come in. Or like, uh, I forget what the name of the place is called, but there's a place that he'll go into, and it's just people hanging out in this big house that they made into this giant club. Uh, there's even a, a, a gentleman. Uh, I forget what his name is. Is DJ Blue maybe or something similar to that? Who streams I... on music on Twitch? And he does his DJ thing, and in the background is a Final Fantasy XIV house where everybody's just dancing. In that, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's it's very interesting because um, uh, we rated Sly like we talked to Sly a bit uh, about all of the stuff that he does. He has his own radio show, I remember, uh, where he does all of the cool music too. And uh, we've seen that people have created amazing nightclubs, for example. Personally, not my cup of tea, right? But mm. recently, I've been at one on Chaos, actually. And it's been so much fun. But people put on VRP text, some people don't. They just, like, sit down and small talk. And this is the first time I've really... The first time I've really mm. seen something like that because before that didn't happen, but I think that co actually uh, COVID is actually kind of having an influence on that. People yeah. just want to, like, you know, hang out and do something, uh, even meet new people, even hell, if it be through a fucking MMORPG, yeah. the better, right? You can do something together, you can start running content together just by meeting them at a nightclub or something. I think this is very interesting, and personally, um, I'd like to see when people are like, hey, I want to provide that kind of space as a housing designer. Well, exactly. I want to that kind of swing yeah. back to what do you what do you design for? Why do you design? Mm -hmm. And these FCs are making a little community area and they're taking a lot of pride in that. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, absolutely true. Uh, and I think that like in the end, uh, when we were talking about COVID and everything else being kind of a big part of all of this. Uh, because it is the digital safe place for going and not getting people infected, but having some sort of experience with other people uh, with something outside of maybe a Zoom call or something like that. Like you're actually going in and you're trying to play a game with someone else or you just want to talk and mess around, but do it in like this environment where you can kind of interact with other people and just socially. Not, not like anything crazy. You don't have to go kill giant blobs or anything else. You could just be social with someone in an, an area. Uh, and I think maybe, you know, the, the whole housing thing, like you said, kind of expanded a lot because of uh, COVID giving us limitations uh, and giving us this as an outlet to uh, circumvent them. I totally agree with that. I mean, I am so far away from a person that role plays. I couldn't even imagine doing it. But, you know... I feel like everyone's probably had this. At some point in time, someone's run up to you in-game and given you, like, an emote hug, and it actually cheers you up a little bit. And it's got nothing to do with, like, role-playing, but, like, it has an effect. So when everyone's in, like, so much isolation, like, MMOs are, like, the perfect thing for it, and then housing's a great extension for it, because it's, like, the one place where you can, like, really express your personality in the entire environment. Yeah. Which makes it so much different from just sitting in Aldar. I can I I completely concur. I get slapped all the time, and man, you know sometimes. You love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It's just right. It's just right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. 
well, if you put if you could say that it hits right, obviously. But <laughs> I, I do I, I do agree with that. Like in our podcast, I was also saying that people just wanted to also they just seek something to do. And also, I think that is a big influence too when it comes to the development of the Aussie community itself. Like, people just wanted to experiment with stuff they haven't touched before, especially if they are, like, a very um, frequent player of a game. Like, they do, they're rated before, they've cleared all of the Savage Raids or something, mm -hmm. or Ultimates, and they just want something else to do. Uh, you can't get into PPQs because, haha, that's fucking dead. Um, <laughs> they, uh, and housing is something you can just... Housing is just something you can always do. Like you don't need anyone else. You can, you're just like in your own zone. Uh -huh. You get all the furniture. You look up stuff. You look up for ins look up inspiration and stuff like that. And no one else bothers you. You can spend your time. For me personally, it's like a um, I, I always go into this kind of like hermit mode where I'm like, don't talk to me. I just wanna just wanna do something right now. I just wanna do something for myself. I just wanna decorate. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I think a lot of people needed in the past. But now they are using that, what they create, as a social place. Like we talked, like we mentioned before, it's just you've, a great um, thing. You've just brought like a serious point into my head that I honestly just haven't connected the dots before. Now I'm sure you've had this recently on the podcast with like the delay of the ultimate raid and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, this game has a bit of a content drought at the moment. Well, we, we can't, <laughs> pretend, we can't, can't pretend it doesn't. We're about to go like a year with like no raid content. I think the whole Shadowbringers cycle has been a bit low. So mm -hmm. should we be shocked that housing has? picked up in volume massively during the course of Shadowbringers. I think there's probably a line there, people looking yeah. for something to do, finding housing. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. is something to do. It's a creative outlet in some way. And it is kind of, when we talk about rating in general, you a lot of times for people is putting together the puzzle and how to make it work uh, and doing yeah. the dance right and everything else and just making it all jive just right. When we're talking about housing, sometimes you're you're trying to figure out the puzzle uh the how to make an item exist or how to make it work just right and feel right um and that does correlate very much with uh what raiders are interested in uh same thing with pvp there's a lot of really hardcore raiders that do pvp and it's just figuring oh. out that that puzzle of how to like work with people you don't know and make a victory out of it somehow but uh i i do yeah. think that all the side content is going to get much more uh, energetic uh, all the way up to October. Yeah, I do, I do agree. <laughs> oh my god, housing, housing parses. They just yeah, rate your houses. Yeah. How, um, how many, how many glitches did that, you use? <laughs> just gonna yes. analyze that shit. Speedrun house <laughs> design. Like, you, what you could do, do is that. you could have three houses set up and then say, alright, you have one hour to create this concept and then people judge and... Uh, I couldn't do it. it. Nah, my, I my design process is I tab out for like an hour, Same. and then I come back and I move a wall just a fraction, and then I leave again. Same yeah, here, I, but like with a few days apart, or like maybe weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't do that competition. You'd just have to like hand me the prize every time. I'm about the yeah. only person that's actually like quick, quick. Yeah. Oh, okay. It just, it just really, it just really depends on your inspiration, like a motivation in that case, like seeking something to do, wanting to create something specific, or it just really depends what you want to do. Because sometimes you just, uh, for me, for example, it's like I need those creative bursts where I'm like, hey, this could look some, this could look good after looking at a picture on Pinterest or like art station or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but it, it sometimes it really is just not hitting uh, that spot for me, like for like yeah. a month. And I've come yes. back. I come back after an entire month, and I'm like, 
firing away all of those ideas I collected over that time, and like mm. I finish in one day, even though I haven't touched it in a month, for example. This is what happens to me a lot personally. Mm-hmm. It has to be in retrograde, and the weather <laughs> has to be a certain way. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so I do want to ask uh, obviously, you've all seen tons of different house designs and layouts and everything else. Uh, I do want to know what are some of the most interesting ones that you guys have seen people come up with? Can, can I take this question? Because I, yeah, I yeah, everyone's going to yeah. take this question, oh, so you can take he, it first. You're <clears throat> burning for this one. Yeah, okay. I really am burning for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like pretty much the entirety of Japan, the last like six months, have been on like absolute fire with like just weird stuff. So it's like um, I will drop it. I will drop a name. Saw you. Saw you, Yamato. He constant. He pretty much doesn't build actual houses at this point. He does little concepts. He does did his little tiny Lalafell house thing recently. Like it was just a small house, with like a little garden inside a house. Uh, mm. He does his doll houses where you know it's like the three tiers, and you can see all the rooms you're looking from the side. Mm. You got people doing um, like that that basketball court we saw. That was fucking like, sick. Yeah, I love that. The, <laughs> yeah, the um, the alien planet. Um, they did like two of those. Those were like really cool. It's these odd concepts that are things that I absolutely love now. The things which have nothing to do with the house. It's <laughs> just like here's these building blocks and just make this random thing. All that stuff is just I absolutely love it. Okay. Yeah, I I I do agree about it. It's like what, those very creative things that you would not expect in a house where you were supposed to have like a bed or a t- kitchen mm-hmm. or something, and you just have like an ICK, for example. That was like one of the uh, more impressive things that I've seen recently. Like I uh, mentioned before, I really like the uh, things that look very good in the context of fourteen, like the immersive things. Like this could be in Eorzea. Um, this oh, is yeah. the stuff that I like the most. Like this is my this is my shit right there. But when I see someone create an ice cave from the, um, I think this was even before the actual winter event where we actually got the walls, and the, it was all made out of rectangular partitions, and they used blue lights to imitate this frozen floor and stuff like that. When mm. I see that kind of stuff, that's just like. I've n- I could have never come up with that just art. with the items we have. But yeah, yeah. It, it is true art, in my opinion. Like totally. it's something so unique. It's not supposed. It's not always supposed to be a cozy place for you to rest. As like uh, we mentioned before, like mm. a warrior flight coming home. Sometimes I want just to like right now. I'm working on a mineshaft entrance with, with just like dirty, broken pipes and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that is just the best thing ever, where you can just feel you can feel like you are in a place where there's so much thought behind it mm-hmm. where it's like small cracks in a hidden corner somewhere or like recently i've been at a um a place where an art party was hosted for example where it's like a little f- uh hole in the floor like as, as if it's like a cave in a very overgrown forest for example mm-hmm. and those kind of details where you, where you have to explore a build and look at every single thing from the lighting where the light actually puts uh, like puts the focus on if there's like a small hell if there's like a small like um piece of metal lying on the floor in the corner that you won't see for the first time but if you are standing in the center of a room and you look everywhere if you just turn around like i think this was what ashen said last time i think it was it was one of your favorite movie things right where it's like your eye is always being kept busy 
you are always looking yeah, at yeah. something interesting. You can you can pick up on that in a second because this is like a thing that I've never considered before. Just being able to look around and experience something new that you didn't notice at the beginning, just that high level of detail and immersion is just like that's my favorite part about housing yeah. and design. There's Wait, I think oh, go ahead. Okay, mine was quick. It's just some people just straight up make art, like actual yeah. art though. Like, because we have this kind of term uh, within the community of like screenshot builds, where you know it looks really good in pictures, but it's not for walking around in. But some people have just done some really cool, like single angle stuff to take pictures of, where you look at it and you're just like, damn. Like you, you just you know you lose your reaction. I love like yeah. everything that everything that isn't actually a house that's done well is just I'm all about it. Same actually, yeah, yeah. that is my. Uh, I think right now, yeah. I like the um, I don't really have any uh, any houses off the top of my head, but okay. I do like people do kind of memes sometimes. <laughs> I love this Korean guy. He did uh, a scene from Community where the guy's walking back in with the pizza and everything's oh, on fire. Yes, he copied it exactly. <laughs> Use it like it was so funny. And we did the ones. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, the, the casting, casting couch. couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were like, I think it was a, a time where the, uh, you know, the uh, oblong windows came out, like the long ones that go sideways, and we yeah. wa we wanted to create something. Uh, what was it called again? The um, we wanted uh, like some shutters. The shutters, yes. And we wanted to, we just needed to present it in some inter interesting way. And I remembered, hey, there is shutters of the background of the casting couch meme picture. <laughs> and we were like, hey, guys, if you want to make something like that, here's that. And we, you know, we didn't reference it, but it was just the casting couch with the shutters of the background. <laughs> it was so much fun. I posted it to Twitter on the HGXAV account, and people are just commenting like, sus. You know what yeah. he did. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, but it was great. That's like like making memes, uh, like recreating memes in housing. Who who would have thought that it would come this far? Honestly, I mean, we also got funny. We've got that. I think it's the Japanese guy at the moment who makes all these top-down faces and stuff, right? Yeah, like, someone made like Donald oh, Trump the other day, and someone made like a giant piece of like battered fish. I I saw. <laughs> oh so my cute. god. <laughs> Love that. that that's absolutely oh, yeah. insane. And, you know, I, I do want to uh, hopefully no one asks you to rent out the casting couch room after. You oh, we it. tore it down immediately. It has been used way too much. So we had to, like, tear it down at some point. Okay. So, uh, I mean, talking about all these different things that people are making, it sounds absolutely insane and super complex uh so i guess my question here is how do you even measure any of this stuff how do you even make this stuff work do you have like a blueprinting program that you use to make it work i wish i got and wish yeah um it's a tough question actually like um it depends what kind of person you are when you're building mm -hmm. um some people plan out on paper like, I, okay. I, I do write notes, like, at when I'm at work and I have, like, a random, uh, like, idea, I just write it down on paper and, like, sketch it out. Mm -hmm. And then maybe it works 90% uh, of the time, it doesn't. Um, but you just gotta, you know, you just gotta think about it for a second. But sometimes people just go into the game, they have, like, nothing there, and they are like, hey, I want to base make something based on a single item like we did with a typewriter back then Ash, right like we made a type like we made a typewriter out of like of the cashier uh the register and like a hink and scroll 
And mm. Ashen made an entire build around this single item back in the day. I'm not a half measure person. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was great. Like, this is the kind of stuff that some people do. The creative process is always different for people. Some start with one item, mm. some start with an entire concept, uh, some build the frame and then fill it out. Or sometimes they fill it out first, like I do. Okay. Yeah, this is um, this is quite a deep question in the scheme of things because it's it's a question we get asked quite constantly in the community. It's like, hey, I'm pretty new. How do I go about starting to design a house? I don't know how to do it. And yeah, as Div was saying, there's like about a million different approaches. You know, some people will just kind of build as they go. So they you know they'll make a little corner and then the wall that comes off that corner, then the next wall, and they'll kind of just work around the house bit by bit with no like solid plan before. People will draw it out. Or some people who are absolutely insane, like me, will make a mental <laughs> blueprint that turns out to be nearly entirely correct, and so I'll just sit down and knock it out in about two seconds. Humble but brag. um yeah. It's not a humble brag. It's <laughs> not good for me because I am so if I have to deviate from it because I got it wrong, I just sit there and I'm just like, I don't know what to do now. Um <laughs> But it's also a lot of like you learn the items, right? Mm -hmm. So you learn, like, X item is this big and I can put it this way. And so when you're starting to think about things, you can kind of, you build that idea of proportions in your head. Mm. You I say think... that, but I constantly get things wrong all the time. <laughs> like, it's a, it's all a, the time. You're getting used to it at some point because if you work with uh, a, just a limited set of items, you know how big they are and, like, you know, the connections between the uh, different furniture pieces. So you can, after you've built quite a lot, think in your head, hey, is this gonna work without even, pre like, uh, experimenting with it? You're gonna be like, hey, this could actually look good, but you have to check in-game, and sometimes you can already cross that idea out because, obviously, it's not gonna work because you know that it's too big or too small, for example. Mm -hmm. but, uh, and, but, uh, and you also have glitch yeah. limitations. Like, let's say yeah. you build a sofa, and you're like, okay, I'll put this wall item because it's perfect. But then you actually have a wall next to it, so you can't. Because the wall will naturally attract that wall item. And yeah. you have to build with that in mind as well. The system is constantly fighting you. Mm, yes, it is, yeah. Because everything we're doing, we're not meant to do half the time, right? But <laughs> I won't even say half the time, like the majority yeah. of the time, too. <laughs> but, but also, just kind of for the record, if we're talking about measuring, some people have made blueprints that are like, you know, an actual map of the house, and it's measured in like single partition kind of widths, because, you know, every partition is the same width. Mm -hmm. And so there are some people who like take that little blueprint and kind of sketch it on there. Like that, that is a thing that does happen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We do even talk in like we do talk in intervals. Like, hey, this is like uh, one Rivera wall shelf too low. Uh, like, we do mm -hmm. have like uh, certain items that indicate lengths and or measurements yeah. that we that we use as a reference to, and uh, we do make quite a few jokes based on that. Actually, yeah, like, we... oh, you you got you got to float this one shelf up. Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah, we've we've definitely built our own kind of terminology in terms of like sizings for these kind of things. So. As he was saying, you know, because you can measure in pixels, but yeah, mo most of us don't. And you can't rely on the grid map in this game. <laughs> Unless it's me and Div randomly measuring in pixels and getting it completely yeah. right. <laughs> usually, usually our Somehow. talk is also usually our talk is also like, "Hey, can you give me the thingy, Magic, from uh, back there?" Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Oh, you want the uh, the left the left thingy or the right thingy?" And I'm like, "Yes." She knows what I mean. Yeah, they make, uh, so. they make fun of me because they can just describe like a room, and I'll know exactly the picture and who made it, and I don't <laughs> see it. You just recognize certain patterns, I guess. It's just yeah. a thing that you usually do with. Uh, I think free, like if you can think in three D, it's really helpful because we had the discussion about um, 
you know how some people are not able to imagine things? Like, if you say, hey, imagine a red apple, they can't think of something. Like, they, it's just a blank in their head. But other mm -hmm. people can describe you what the texture is, what the lighting is, and stuff like that. And yeah. I think having the possibility to just envision it in your head is just helpful. Like, very helpful. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Now, I, I do want to say, uh, you, you all were talking about, like, maybe a commission a month maybe you build a house a month maybe you build a house every three months every six months i i'm hoping i don't know uh how long does it actually take you to do the house is it a, a month long process or is it like something you knock out in a few days well for me i started taking commissions again and i stopped for a very long time so mm. i'm just trying to get back into it again and i find I operate very slow, and okay. uh, it's much better for me. I don't want to rush. Um, sometimes I want to log in the game, and I don't want to design. I want to go do my dailies. Right. I want to just, you know, and uh, luckily people are very understanding about that. But for me, I take about three to four weeks. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm slow. Um, I, when I compare myself to other people, I find myself to be slow. But then again, it's like, well... I'm putting a lot of effort and work into this, and uh, I assume mm -hmm. the person's going to be happy. Right. So, um, yeah, I would say about three to four weeks, and that's just for like clients. I find if I'm building for myself, I'm a lot faster because okay. I know what I want. <laughs> that's fair. So, do you have? Is there like a process to it? Like you say, all right, here's the idea. Here's what I have as a quick concept. They come and review it, and they tell you to change a few things. Or how does that process work? Um, I'm still refining the process <laughs> um, because, again, I'm kind of new to commissions. I know I've been designing for a long time, but uh, I find myself giving kind of – I'm, I'm big into Tumblr and okay. the whole Tumblr mood stuff. So I, I'll send them, like, pictures of, like, flowers. Like, what do you feel about this? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just, cryptic, I love it. Yeah, and I'm just trying to get like a like a mood going. Right. I don't really go for concepts because the game has its limitations. You can't just copy from a picture. Right. I like to just make stuff. I don't want to go off of a predetermined thing. And so um, it is a little bit difficult when I share concepts with people. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, people understand me. And I, uh, I always share like whip and sometimes I'll have to change something and that's fine. Mm -hmm. But uh, for the most part, it's a pretty easy process of just like just sharing pictures. But I am very okay. cryptic. I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, do, do you have people who come to you or just like, hey, just make me something that looks cool. I'm not going to give you anything. Just good luck. Uh, I wish. No <laughs> one does. It happens occasionally, right? <laughs> I mean, not yeah. for me. But. <laughs> I guess I could I could go into that because yeah. um I actually when I do commissions um I don't really I honestly only take commissions where people do exactly that <laughs> uh, where they say hey you want to come up with something you have an idea in mind or something I just want something cool made by you or something and this is what I take up then <laughs> I'm saying okay I need this I need this item I'm just basically not taking m money myself usually mm -hmm. um it really depends on the person who I'm talking with because I'm a bit shy on that side when it comes to oh. sharing my ideas and stuff like that okay. especially because i changed my ideas like a thousand times in a build like i'm saying hey i'm gonna do a back alley and then the next day i'm gonna be like okay this is gonna be a medieval uh shop now yes mm -hmm. stuff like that 
<laughs> and when it comes to the building process itself, it's like um, when I have an idea and it works out immediately, um, I've created a build in like uh, two days. But mm -hmm. in, the, in the meantime, I created a build of a, some de same degree of detail in uh, three months. And the, <laughs> the one I'm working on right now, I've been starting, uh, I started six months ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah. But because like there's always those uh, creative bursts, like I mentioned before, that you have. And if you are at a point, especially when it comes to art too, where you are just like, at, you have this art block. Mm -hmm. And the same goes for housing, too. If you are just having this creative block, you can't create anything, even though you want to. And in my opinion, if you force yourself to create something, it's not going to work. Uh, it never works for me. I always have to be in kind of an inspired mood, because otherwise I, it will feel like I'm just doing it half-ass or something. I'm just mm -hmm. finishing it because I want to get it done. And it just feels awful if I want to get something done in a time limit. So whenever I talk to a client, I'm like, hey, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but... I, I don't really I can't really tell you when it's gonna be done. I can roughly tell you, um, but it might change due to me changing ideas or something like that. So it really depends on both the person commissioning you mm -hmm. and you as a person who does the commission. Because I know some people who like fire a build out every week or two. But I also hmm. know people who like yeah. <laughs> but I also know people who like me just really built very rarely or oh, like mm -hmm. we built a lot like we think so much hours into this but it never translates it not it it doesn't always translate into a finished build like mm -hmm. i can sit in this house for like six hours and i come and i can come out with out of this six hour session with nothing because i just experimented i wanted to see if it works it doesn't i cancel mm -hmm. it i tear it down and i know that many people do that they create something and they tear it down all over the, every single fucking time like mm -hmm. i know people who did it in who spent an entire day just tearing down stuff because it didn't work. And I think it's important to know yourself when it comes to this. Like, am I able to create something? Did I already prepare this? Maybe I built this already, and this person wants me to rebuild this. This mm. is also possibly. Some people want that, um, which I personally can't agree with. Like, I want to create something new. <laughs> I, I just want to make something unique for that person. That's, like, my take on it. But then, if it's something entirely unique, well, you think a lot of time into that and just real quick know. you said yeah. six months how many hours <laughs> so if we're going to translate that and say how many hours of those six months did you actually spend on it what would that get close to the house isn't finished even by like 50 percent. i and i've probably sunken something like if i would translate it into real like real real numbers um mm-hmm 50 hours 50 hours okay okay because because it's like if you have entire creative freedom mm -hmm. and you can do whatever you want um you can easily just lose yourself and just spend way too much time on it you just look at the clock like you started at like what 11 p.m and then suddenly it's uh, 5 a.m because you just wanted to see if you can float a thing through a floor for like an hour mm -hmm. um, well, well mm -hmm. i have a question then because this mm. brings something up that i often think about and it's, are you a designer or are you a commissioner? Because often with commission work, I find people can do it very, very fast. But are they getting that kind of, like, creative, like, like you know, I know when I make things, I want it to be unique and kind of just different. I spend a lot of time on it. But it, when I build for myself, yeah, I can build really fast. But when it comes to commission work 
you know, you have to make something for that person. Mm-hmm. What, what are you getting at? Like, what value are you getting out of it? I guess See, I, I, find, I, I find that interesting because I basically take the same time regardless of what I'm doing, whether it's okay. a commission or my own house. Um, so I'm going to have to go on a tangent there. Because uh, there's kind of two questions on the table here, right? Sure, Which is yeah. like, how long, does it, how long does it take? And then we were talking about kind of like commission process stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the kind of person who times myself. I do. Um, so depending on the size of house, I'm between like 20 to 40 working hours. Uh, I will pretty much say I'm always pretty much strictly to that. It tends to be more towards the upper end of it if it's like a big house, because you know, mm-hmm. if it's a large house and there's 400 slots, I'll do I'll play 380 of those slots are glitched. Um, <sighs> but I kind of approach everything the same way, and I think the kind of thing of commissioner versus designer thing definitely does exist because there are people that will just sit down and just do commissions for the sake of doing commissions, and make guilt. But there are also people that do commissions for the sake of creating. Um, See, when I approach a commission, um, obviously Ashton's talking about like kind of sending references, and you're talking about like you know whether you build up concepts and stuff. I just kind of walk in and I'm like, give me a theme. So they give me a theme, and then I say, pick three items. And by that I mean like you can have a bedroom, you can have a bathroom, you can have a kitchen. You get three. That's it. Pick your three you want, <laughs> because I don't have the item slots to do more than that. So you give me your three main features and a theme, <laughs> and then you can go sit outside the house for two weeks. Maybe. Or two days. <laughs> don't let them come I in at know. all. Like they just can't come in while you're in your design process. <laughs> you you I, lock I, it out you lock them out of their own house. <laughs> yeah. I, I no, I think I think a lot of people were kind of in this kind of camp where it's like, um you hi if you're hiring me, you should be hiring me because you're hiring me. It's not because That's you want to get your house just designed oh. generally. You wanted to get your house designed by me. So if you're getting it designed by me, you should trust me to kind of make the decisions and give you the best house that I think you can that I can. Mm. I, so, I agree with that. Yeah. Yes. So I so generally I just I I don't if I'm designing a house for someone I don't want them over my shoulder. In fact, I will explicitly say like you're not being over my shoulder. Mm. I will quite happily turn down a commission at like a moment's notice because they'll say something to me where I'll go, well this isn't going to work the way I want it to. Because to me, yeah. it's also it. It's not about Gil. It's not about like what I get from making the commission. I want to create, and I want to yeah. give you the best thing I can. And if you're getting in the way of me giving you the best thing I can, then it's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. I think I think for the three of us, like uh, I know some people are like, "Hey, I'm doing this as like a profitable thing. Like I I want to make some Gil. I'm gonna create whatever you want with like m- whatever I can do, right? But uh, when it comes to being creative and like we are also doing it. Obviously, we are people who are getting commissioned. Uh, obviously, you want to expect that someone who commissions you knows what kind of stuff you create and they want something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like your creative freedom. Like, how much are you going to uh, sacrifice of your own creative freedom uh, to satisfy the client? And then in the end, for me personally, it's also like that. If I can't really create, if I have to, if a client has too much to say even though it's their own house it sounds so silly to some degree right like mm-hmm. it's their house obviously what they want something that they are gonna see all of the time because it they are it's inside their house but is it go are you as a designer gonna be happy and are you gonna be happy to say i'm proud of this build i post this in my portfolio for other future things yeah. for references i and you're just gonna put it there like hey you know what i'm not really happy because i was limited i had to uh obey to whatever the client wanted 
Mm-hmm. And you're just you're just sitting there like I'm not gonna use this in my portfolio, even though you spent so much time on it. And initially, you had an amazing idea, and you were so proud of it. But you had either to limit yourself to like a room that they wanted to add or something, or like be them being like, "Hey, um, you know this is a great build of yours, but can you add another room because it's a large or something?" And this is something that uh, I'm experiencing a lot too, where it's like, "Hey, you saw my builds." You know I'm not building on a large surface. I know I built those cluttered, detailed rooms. And then they want like a large hall or something. And then I'm like, why did you not why did you not like not look into other designers then? Exactly. Like, yeah. It's that's, awful. That's exactly it with commissioner versus designer. Like if you you should you know, if you are a designer as it is, you you and your client both need to be really proud and really happy of what it is. So as much as I can say, like, oh, I'll, I'll just, you know, fuck someone off, it, it's not because they've annoyed me, it's mm-hmm. because, like, the end result isn't going to be what it should be. Both people need to be walking away from this really happy, you know, proud of what's there, want to show it off. There shouldn't be any sort of room to be like, oh, but, you know, you could kind of change this, you could kind of... That shouldn't be in the question. I mean... Yeah. Go ahead, Ashen, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I find myself wanting to take commissions in a way to help resolve issues, especially if it's like a technical thing. I enjoy um, figuring out techniques, and I've taken commissions on that sounds like silly. I remember, uh, what was it, two years ago? Um, with mediums, with space limitations, you normally cut off the, the basement and the top floor, and you just mm-hmm. keep the middle floor. And this guy wanted two floors, but the staircase of a medium stairwell is so ugly. If you have custom walls and you're over there in like goblet and you have the sandstone, it's going to clash. So um, I took that on because I wanted to figure out how to um, make a seamless kind of wall. And I did. I made a seamless like a stairwell and it was it was just so big for me and I just was so happy that I was able to overcome that but then I took that on with the idea hey I know this is going to be a really big issue when I am designing and I have to suddenly like everything's done and I've shown the entire process with somebody and then they're like what Div said can you add this can you change that but it's already done that's when it gets really exhausting. <laughs> or when they change things. This is like the worst thing. And I know that, I think at this point, every designer like doing commissions has experienced it to some degree, where they either the client moves something or they change something yep. afterwards. And mm-hmm. imagine imagine um, uh, being an artist, mm-hmm. being able to finish an art piece and then giving it to the client. And then they recolor the hair because they didn't like I, it initially. I've got a better example. It's like, give, you know, you hand someone the Mona Lisa and they're just going to go, oh, this is lovely. Then they draw a mustache on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. basi- that basically yeah, is kind of okay. like, obviously, y- you you want them to feel happy there. But imagine what we do in the housing community is we visit a lot of houses, right? Like, we don't want just to, s- we just don't want to see pictures and videos. We want to experience it in person. We, we visit a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's suddenly the, the entire door or wall that you worked so hard on moved suddenly. What are you as a designer going to feel like, depending on that? Because it's like, it looks much worse, obviously subjective, right? Yeah. Um, but but what are you going to do? It's their house. They already paid you. It's In theory, it's a, 
it's a finished commission. Yeah, you um, take your pictures and you're done, right? Yeah, okay, okay. at this point you already have, we learned from experience that we, you always take pictures before you give it to the client. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like a, an unwritten rule and we all follow it at this point. Um, oh yeah, and you send them it, big it, contracts first as well. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you know, you gotta fill out this, this here, put your signature there, you know, it's like a big list you gotta do. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. So Never you, do that. <laughs> you guys, everyone here is... It sounds like kind of on the full forefront of this whole new emerging scene uh, of working with people in the game and designing stuff. Uh, and it's, I'll, I'll admit, Final Fantasy XIV and working with people and treating online <laughs> players as clients, uh, you have no clue what you're going to get. You could be getting someone who's 12 years old uh, and has no maturity to them at all, and they have absolutely no understanding of basic, you know, uh, customer service, right? Uh, working yeah. with other people or you could get someone completely on the opposite side of the spectrum or someone between and uh, you have no clue who you're dealing with you just have this kind of virtual avatar uh name and your interactions with them and how they're interacting with you so it is kind of interesting uh knowing that you're gonna have such a varied reaction there's nothing you control did you it almost sounds like you all have had plenty of bad experiences with clients <laughs> Um, oh, buddy. Tell, yeah. Tell me, uh, if you wouldn't mind, is there any horror stories you would want to share? Ashen, you go first. I know. Oh, come on, guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm usually the one with the worst experience. Okay. 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 <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I know when I first started um, out, I didn't. I had this weird rule about myself. Like, I was learning, so I wasn't going to take much money, and mm -hmm. I just had no self-esteem about it. But this one time, um, I knew this guy, and he was like, hey, design my FC. I've seen your work. You're really good. So I was like, oh, this is great. You know, this will help me because I really want to, like, work on stuff. Mm -hmm. So I did, and I did the FC exactly how he wanted, and he added, like, a chair and decided he wasn't going to pay me the rest because he decorated. And he gave me wind shards. What? <laughs> Yeah. Biggest BM move ever. Holy shit. And and that was after that. I, you you take this and it's a learning lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, I learned after that. Ask for more upfront. Yeah. And everything is a learning lesson because there have been times where I've completely changed um, a house to how they want, and I'll come back later and uh, like just days later, and like an entire wall's gone. And it just kind of, mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's odd to me to. Uh, if I had to put in some input there, I would say absolutely. I'm sure you, you all are familiar with this, that you should always be taking almost, I, I would, my personal opinion, all money up front. All of it, even though you could do half and half, you could do other things. But the thing is, you are all known and have a reputation and yeah. have some sort of trust there. This is a random person you don't know. They could do anything. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I'm, I'm a lot better about that. Money, yeah, yeah. the, the gill exchange is a lot more like, hey, this is how it's going to be. Right. Um, I'm lucky that I'm in that position. But it doesn't stop me from um, going back to a design days later. And it's like completely changed. Yeah. So <laughs> then... Go ahead, Ash, or whoever. I, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just, it's, it's like what sent said earlier like you're commissioning because you should know how this person works why weren't you happy with it you know <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah totally i mean i um
I put a lot of effort, effort's probably the wrong word, into like my initial discussions and conversations with people because I don't, I, I've kind of come from like, out before kind of housing, I've done lots of stuff of like dealing with clients and I was also like around tattoo artists for a very long time. So I kind of took like how they approach things with me a bit. So I'll get like pretty much all the money up front or like 50-50 if I like know one of their friends. So like, you know, if something goes wrong, I'll hold them accountable for it. But I'll have, like, these hour-long conversations with people. I'll make sure to have, like, personal conversation. I'll kind of lay the land of exactly how it is. And then I'll be like, okay, yep, this is solid. And then people will still kind of do stuff. You know, they'll they'll sit there. I've had um, I've had clients randomly move stuff around in between my build days, um, which didn't go very well because also I just pretty much at that point said, you know, if you do this again, I'm going to stop working on your house and you've already given me the money. Um, but like yeah. our our reputation as designers or whatever mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything in this landscape. It means nothing. I agree. Pe- about, like it. If anything, I honestly believe that sometimes it puts a bigger target on our back because then people go, "Oh, but you're so and so. This you should be able to give me exactly what I want, and this one tiny thing here wasn't. So I don't want to pay you now." Yeah. Yeah, I for I have a big contrast for that because I don't really, I never do commissions for people I don't know usually, um, because I only work with friends or people I've known for a while, and they have been coming up to me saying, "Hey, can you do something for me? Like I can pay you, like that's fine." And so, most of the time, I don't even take money, uh, just out of just the fact because it's you either on down, a different data center. Do not take money. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> no, it's just it just really depends. Like as I say, if you have the creative uh, outlet that they provide money for you to build, honestly, I, I'm just at the point where I'm like, hey, hell yeah, dude, let me let me just do whatever with your money. I don't have to use my own house for that. I don't have to spend my own gill. So that's kind of a win for me. Um, but it just depends because when I did when I do commissions for people I don't know that well, as I said, I really question them a lot, and um, I honestly befriend them. Because I think it is the, it 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 just doesn't feel as you know like contract based anymore. It feels totally like a, a, a very passionate thing. Like you are like, hey, tell me about your OC because like uh, right now I have a, a commission and plans for a friend where he's also gonna pay me, and he's like, so this is the character, this is what their story is, this is how they um. Uh, want uh, how, where they live and how they live, and based on that, I'm like, hey, yo, this is such a cool idea. Want to make me want me to make something like, like this, man? And they're both like screaming at each other, yeah, like fuck yeah, dude, let's do this. <laughs> and like, this is the kind of energy I want between a commissioner and me. This is why I don't really do like paid commissions with strangers because I just, man, I fucking hate people. Like you said, <laughs> uh, like like you said, like you said, in an online MMORPG community, especially yeah. in the Western part, um, people are dicks. Like yeah. they can be awful. They can change things around, like Sin said, uh, and you're gonna warn them. That's so, bro. That's cringe. I don't want to have that experience at all. So I uh, just do it with friends, like that. Slight, slight flip side, though, about people changing stuff. Like it is their house. Like so, <laughs> yep. you can only you can only ever get so you can only ever get so angry about it. But if it's in the middle of what you're doing, you kind of just have to be like, mm, no, if it's in the middle of what you're doing, it's reckless. Yeah, yeah but, that's horrible. I mean, I mean, the thing with commissions, though, like it's kind of different. Saying he wants them to be his friends, like my best commission experience, like. The dude I did it for still talks to me every single day. Like that's yeah. what that that's what I that's why I that's why I do commissions, right? I don't do it to make the gill. I do it because I want to create and I also want someone to like someone who really wants like a good house. I want to be able to give them that house. I want them to 
have that thing they wanted and be really happy with it. Yeah, um, for myself, I actually don't take much gill compared to a lot of my peers. So let's talk about because... that real quick. How much gill are we talking about? Because we haven't mentioned any numbers or anything. Is that something you guys feel comfortable talking about? I mean... I could, uh... I, I could share. Okay. I, yeah, I don't, I don't let, mind. Well, I don't want you to set a price for yourself in the future. I, maybe a range <laughs> of like how okay. much you've done it. You basically you've done it for free for pe for friends, I'm assuming, and trying yeah. to work and learn. And then how like what how what's a really high range that we're talking about? I well, have uh, yeah. offered a quote on a large house on a Japanese server at over 140 million. Okay, that's a decent. And that is to also account for me having to transfer characters to move the guild back to where it is. Um, mm. It's a variable scale. I don't do fixed rates. I also... I'm quite busy. So I put a value on my time. Yeah. In the best yeah. way to put it. Um, you want to talk numbers? I've done, I've done small houses for 10 million. I've done small houses for 30 million. I've done large houses for 40 million. I've done large houses for 90 million. It's... You guys are it's going what it too is. cheap. It should be like max gill, <laughs> as much as you can hold on your character, probably the it's, price range you're looking at. The, the thing is, like, there's also a point of, because obviously everyone else has prices, right? Mm -hmm. So you might have this this designer who, you know, none of us really know them, but their portfolio's there, and in there they say they do small houses for three million, medium houses for eight, large houses for fifteen, and so. When it comes to you kind of putting a price on it, it's how much do you think your time is worth and your skill is worth versus like what's the current market out there? Because I could sit here and go, you know what, I'm worth 400 million to do a large house. Yeah. But if someone who in my eyes is like a really good designer is offering it for 40 million, no one's ever going to pay me that and nor should they. Yeah. That's totally right. Like it, it personally, I, I don't like to look at the market. And go like, hey, so they're using this kind of pricing for that, so I'm gonna be in that range because, in some form, you're also like, as said, you're you trying to check what your time is worth. And if you look at it like we mentioned before, I think you when you asked me, for example, when how much time I've spent on a house, like I've I've spent fifty hours on a house and I haven't done shit. Um, is that gonna count as something that you count? Is is this gonna be something you count for in the end price or something like that? So. It's just like you just research the market what other people ask, but it still feels wrong, in my opinion. So this is why I feel not as comfortable anymore with taking uh, price commissions as much. Like, I did a mid-house for 20 million. I did a small house for 10 million. I did a small house for 1 million and a cheeseburger for my friend because I know know him in real life. Oh, okay. Um, cheeseburger is good, man. <laughs> hey, it was the best cheeseburger of my life. I, I can't say anything to that. <laughs> and, um... And then obviously there's the big ones that are my largest projects that I've spent the most time on and they've been entirely for free. Mm. Um, and it's just such a difference in between, first of all, what did you make? Can you be proud of it? Uh, how much time obviously have you spent on it? Uh, how much, how good are you with a person you're doing it for? If it's like a friend, like, fuck it, I'll just, I'll, ju I'll just do it, man. I, I, I like you. I want to create Everybody something nice for you. be friends with Div. Just get, be oh, friends. God. Yeah, there you go. Hey, if, if they are fine with like leaving their house like half finished or half empty for like a month, Six or months, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> a month. Go for it. Yeah, buddy. Just, yeah. Seriously, like, let's... If, we, if we talk about people like Tori, oh, holy shit, my my man, I'm sorry, but you know, 
It just really do be like that sometimes. So yeah, see, I'm kind of like Div in that regard. Like, mm -hmm. I don't ask for a lot of gil, honestly. Uh, I, I I hear it a lot. Like, oh, someone of your caliber, Ashen. But it's not about the money, really. I just want the design to be a certain way, and if you someone to be happy with it. I mean, um, I make yeah, I make more money off of the market board, honestly. <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a crafter. If I need yeah. money, I will be like, hey, you know, I, I did this house. Yeah. And, you know, do you want me something for me to make something for you? <laughs> Sometimes it's even like that. Sometimes you come up to people and say, hey, I want to make this for you for like 10 million. Are you okay with that? And they're like, fuck yes. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, See, I made money to the next house. Out, out of the three of us here, I'm probably the one most willing to like kind of do commissions for Gil on a different data center. Mm -hmm. So because of that, like I have to price for that. I've, uh, I think uh, I did a small at the end of last year where I was just in a mood to just like build and I was just like, give me two million just to cover what I'm buying off the market board. That's it. Nothing more than that. It's... Mm -hmm. It's That's... what's going through your mind at the time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, if you're like, man, I, I just want to do stuff and I need someone to fund me to do it. Uh, I mean, I, I, can, I can see that point of view. Uh, I, I do wonder how the scene will grow in the future. I'm, I'm assuming that it will get past that point and it will be a lot less like you you just have way too many commissions uh to deal with and you need to put some value on your time um but yeah. i don't know I, I know people who've got wait lists like five months long they say yeah and then i also me personally i'll never book more than like two houses at once okay. i just don't I, I don't want to do it i don't like leaving people kind of on hooks and stuff i i've either got openings or i don't it's stressful, you know. It it, it, it is. is. You you feel because of the the time that's involved. Because we can say, okay, this house is going to take forty working hours, but also like, I've just took the commission on. I'm not going to start it for five days. So for those five days, I'm going to spend all my spare time thinking about this house. Hmm. So then it's it's you know it's okay. So you've got to devote two weeks of your time to this house, but then you need to go into your next commission. So you've got to be thinking about the next one whilst you're doing the first one. Yes. But because you've, you've booked 10, right? So you can't afford to have breaks <laughs> between them. So you're always thinking about them. No. Yeah. It no. sounds so stressful. Like, I hear you stressed out just talking about it. It's not, it's not worth the hit to your mental health at all. I mean, and mm. if we're really going to get into it, what what's Gil for anyways? Right, like to fund more housing. Yeah, <laughs> to fund more. Housing. I was, I was about to say, I don't, I don't take money because all the housing I do is not at my own house. It's always other people's houses. I have an empty small house and nothing else. <laughs> really? Yeah, it is actually. Yes, like it's been my... empty for years. <laughs> wow. Because I, because I, I don't feel like. Oh God, this is gonna sound so fucking gross, but I don't like spending my own money for housing. <laughs> so, I'm too... so, so I'm decorating for others as a creative house. <laughs> it's so sad, man. <laughs> Oh, jeez. This man. guy, Div is the type of person who you'll co like commission him, or even just in general, like asking to build something. And he'll mm. ask for like 20 pieces of an item and never use it. It's not <laughs> worth it, guys. <laughs> wow. Or leave just... it in the mailbox for literally a whole year. Yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> that. There's like, there's like a few housing items I requested, and I, I found them on my alt like a year later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel very bad about this, okay? <sighs> Yeah, I mean, it, if we, it sucks because the, you're limited to what's in the game too. Like, Gil is what you can get from commissions. Uh, yeah. Because if we discuss even further than that, you can't get paid mo real life money for in-game services. No, right? massively against TOS. Yeah. You can't even buy an item off of Mog Station with the intent to sell it for Gil. Right. That's against TOS. 
So it's it's kind of uh, it, it sucks to know that you can't really ambitiously. I mean, you could build a website, uh, and that website could feature pictures that brings people in, and you could put ads on the website, and maybe that's the way to generate actual profit. But it, it sucks because you guys are putting so much work into everything you're doing. Uh, and the only thing that you can really get out of that is in-game gill, which I guess you use on something. <laughs> that's 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 well, why we're moving on to OnlyFans for housing. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically that. Now we we did think about like uh, it, it is HXV is more of a passion project. It's something that mm -hmm. we are all very passionate about. We love to do housing, and it's not something that we see as a sort of income, nor mm -hmm. with. I mean, many people do actually. It's very interesting, but it always depends on what kind of person you are. Right. But it for us personally, it was never about the income. It's always about the creativity behind the housing and having the community to talk about something like that. Because it started out as just nerds talking about something that no one else talked about. So we thought, like, why would that ever change? Obviously, mm -hmm. with a website, maybe in the future, but it's not something that is going to be the focus of housing. And in my opinion, if you're doing housing to make a profit, what are you doing it for? It, it doesn't like, even... But the thing is, if, if you were literally sitting... I, 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 I can't get my head around this mentality of the people that will just sit and do back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back -to -back commissions. Yes. Like, like, literally just, just non-stop commissions, post a house every single week, and they're taking gill for it. What do you need that much gill for? What are you doing? Hey, you gotta need for, like, you need this money to spend on the like, RP bravels at you, some point. Yeah, like, are, are you oh visiting clubs on Baumung? Is this what's going on here? Like, <laughs> hey, yo, you don't make, need that much gil. Dude, yeah. they make so much money, dude. Like, not even kidding. They make like, like five million for like an hour. Like, holy shit! <laughs> Why do you know this? <laughs> I, I had, I had dude, someone ask. So me. Sus, I had, man. Yo, I had someone. I had a dude on Balming ask me if I can build him a brothel. I wasn't sure. I was, I was curious about it, and then he told me about how they actually make money of it. And I was like, what the hell? Fuck. Maybe I'm in the wrong business, you know? Yeah, e brothels. You're just not, uh, not doing. Not uh, doing what they should be. But then again, what are they doing with the gill? Like, in the end, it's just like, excess gill just sitting around. You don't hey, oh, they, they, gotta, they gotta buy the 20 million uh, hairstyle I mean, this the first is, day. It's a problem of gill bloat, generally, right? Because we were talking earlier saying, like, houses are really expensive to, like, get, but they're not these days. Mm. Like, you can, you can get the 40 million for, like, a large pretty easily. Yeah. I mean, if you can find a large. It's, it's not hard. Gill, gill bloat is all hell. Yeah. All yeah. the money I made in this game is either housing conditions I mean, you, you or can't even, you can't even burn your money on the market board now. You can get a full uh, gathering set and pentameld it for like 5 mil. I actually, yeah, I actually <laughs> done that recently and I still have leveled all of my crafters. I only have carpenter up for some furniture pieces and that's it. Right, right. So I, I guess I, I want to go into this next question a little bit here. Uh, do you think that Square Enix had any idea? That housing would get this insane? No. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> Definitely not. I think um, they just... It, it's there for role-playing purposes. I think that was the original intent. Completely. Yeah. They just wanted to... They just wanted to role. They just wanted it there so people could role-play a little bit, have that house. I don't think they at all considered it being what it is now. I'm gonna be honest. I think they introduced housing to, uh, you know... Uh, deal with uh, instance congestion, in my opinion. Honestly, yeah, they, pro they probably didn't want people AFKing in the cities. They're like, let's get them out of the yeah. city. If we put a market board on a bell right here, they might just come here. 
Yeah. yeah, and I think this is like the, one of the reasons why they did it. Obviously, it's always a great feature, and no matter what MMORPG you play, if you have some degree of being uh, able to create something custom, and especially if it's like a house or a retreat, it's always a beneficial thing I'm, in an MMORPG for the longevity. I'm just going to argue with you and say, have you seen oh, no. PSO2 housing? Absolutely not, but I've seen... It is no benefit to the game. <laughs> hey, I've seen Alice Cross online housing, and the game is... I, I I don't want to say it's dead, right? But I've seen some uh, ESO <laughs> housing. That is pretty cool, actually. Hmm. Well, it, ju it just really depends, yeah. I I don't know a lot about the other MMOs and their housing as much. Uh, I haven't had a lot of experience with it, but I, I'm just assuming Final Fantasy XIV is the best, you know, at the moment due to the creativity people like you are putting into it. Uh, I I think ESO's got a pretty strong housing. It, it is. It is, because, uh, can't you, like, pl free play stuff, actually? I'm not quite I think, sure I, right I now. think they have glitches as well, and I think they're somewhat similar to so, us, from what I understand. Yeah. Here's the issue, like, if you say, did Square Enix anticipate uh, housing becoming such a big thing? Um, initially, they just wanted you to place a sofa on the floor, and not yeah. float it to use it as a doorframe. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I don't think, initially, they didn't think, of, uh, think much about it. They just wanted us to have something very simple and something easy to decorate. And if you look at other housing games, it's they don't have glitches like that. Like, uh, but I'm, I mean, they're not releasing items for the sake of the fact we can glitch. Um, mm -hmm. If that was the case, the slide wall wouldn't exist in its current state. So yeah. mm -hmm. I don't think their intent has changed with housing at all either since like the first iteration of it, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I assume just... their intention was, hey, we have a, we want to put housing in there, so it's just like a nice little place for people to go and make their own little space out of and have other people see it. And, yeah. you know, we'll give them a sofa and they can put it in there and then we'll have like little trophies. Oh, look at this cool thing he got for killing Ramu and he got the rare drop. Now he's making it a part of his house uh, and kind of showing off a little bit. And I think that was as far as they thought it would be taken. Yeah. It's, Final Fantasy is kind of fundamentally quite a social MMO, though, and I think that's entirely what that was. It was put in mm -hmm. for the sake of being social. I mean, mm -hmm. that's that's the whole game, through and through. You wouldn't be able to sit on the bench in Limsa if it wasn't a social game. Yeah. Or make, tweet, or make tweets about people sitting on your bench in Limsa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's just like they, they wanted something some, something simple, but the community was, uh, was the actual part of that. Yeah, like, the, changed this entire thing the community right. made itself yeah mm, that's very definitely. true like Square Enix helped as i mentioned before like it, it definitely helped like at this point like now that we have so many items and mm. with each major patch we get like so many new items it's even part of a life letter which makes me happy mm -hmm. uh which is still a thing uh they just show off all of the new stuff that we all, all right. get hyped for it which is great um but i think but i think it's um how do I put that, actually? Actually, I think that that, is, that might be a thing that we talk about later, too, so I'm just going to leave it at that. I mean, we, yeah, either way. Uh, I do, I am curious, because, I mean, a lot of the housing stuff that is done is through glitches. How do you think Square Enix feels about the glitches uh, in the they game? Defin they definitely know they exist, and I think... Yeah, they're, they're aware. I, yeah, they, and they know. They, whether they can get rid of them or not, I think they're intentionally keeping them. Hmm. Yeah. Um, they definitely, they like I can say hand on heart, hundred percent. They know they exist. Mm -hmm. I've I've spoke to Square Enix members. They know they exist. Um, I, I think they probably they like it, but obviously it comes with risks. Um, mm -hmm. They've made 
changes. I think you two are probably more kind of fit to answer this question, but they've, I think they've tried to maintain the integrity of it to allow it to stay. Yeah, there were, um, at some point, so there were like a few major changes they wanted to change in the past, like mm -hmm. around Heaven's Sword and Stormblood. For example, um, they really didn't like that people were able, due to the new glitching techniques, they didn't like that people were able to get into the void. And it's built in the void even, because that caused issues. Obviously, you were mm -hmm. not supposed to get in that area. And uh, as we all know, they fix issues where you can actually gl glitch out of the map and stuff like that. Right. Um, and uh, they tried to patch that. Um, and with that, they fixed some other floating method that back in the day, you, didn't, you weren't able to float anything really except tabletop items because there wasn't a method that anyone knew about. We are not even quite sure how that, like, it, how and with what patch it happened or if it was there all along but mm. they tried to fix it uh didn't do shit uh <laughs> didn't uh didn't fix anything but it mm. made things easier for us if anything um and they kind of noticed how we can bypass everything we still people still build in the in the, uh, the void which they really don't want us to and we really can't we, we should never build up a void because obviously the more attraction it gets, the worse it, uh, the risk gets of them being like, hey, we, we told you to not do that. We tried to patch it. We let you guys have it for a second. You're still doing that. I'm so, going to yeah. take that away from you. Explain that real quick. What What is the void? Can I, can um, I take this one day? Yeah, you take that. Please. Because Sin is like the technical oh. expert yeah. on the void. <laughs> um, I've been quite involved with this recently in terms of conversations because we have a whole thing going on with third-party programs in the community course, um yeah. so let me just explain this the void is the area outside of the house box um if you you can do it with conventional glitches we have if you get yourself outside the house box it's just this big black emptiness the reason they made changes to do it is because people building stuff in the void was creating service stability issues and stuff like that it's like why they changed um the overlapping aquariums the way it was like doing the calculation of the light with the glass mm -hmm. it's causing server issues um I guess it's technical talk time generally. So we have three major glitches, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if we if we break it down, there's three major glitches. You have the float anything glitch, which now doesn't float anything because of slanted walls, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. We have the tabletop glitch, and we have storage placement. Um, the float anything glitch is primarily what allows void building to still exist, um, because even without third-party tools, you can always go up. Um, mm. So... The reason we have a issue with third-party tools is because they are... I'm just going to talk about it, because I've I've seen people kind of saying that um, members of the community being against it is like moral grandstanding, when that's really not the case. Um, mm -hmm. The glitches as they exist are glitches. Square definitely knows about them, I think they'd like to keep them, but their hands might get forced, as they were before with void building. Third-party tools are allowing kind of placement of items in a way that isn't allowed normally so it definitely interacts with the game in a very different way from act mm -hmm. and people are using that to build in the void so that does put what we have at risk because at a certain point the hand might get forced right um could you imagine like just like one day they they just kill all floating uh glitches everything that you guys can do and then that it would kill it would kill the housing community. That's a thought that has been in my head a lot um, very recently. We, I don't know how active you are on Twitter with some things, but we had um, a lot of things going on with people doing floating gardens and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. A GM actually got involved with something, which was kind of like 
the first time we'd seen it with like confirmation um got involved with someone doing stuff in their garden and they were like get rid of it so i've actually been making efforts myself to try and have a conversation um with square as to like what can we do to like preserve what we have because if they took ev all those glitches away the amount of stuff we kind of lose is insane mm -hmm. um it's gonna go back to put item down put item down you can probably slap a few things together to make a toilet still but that's right. gonna be about it um i mean i can say personally myself i've said it before i'll continue to say if they did it i'd probably just walk away I i'd yeah. probably just be done i yeah i i like the creative aspect i like the technical side. i really like the technical side um i would i would just be done and so i mean a, be a better way for them to fix it is instead of maybe making a glitch, they just allow you to do floating, yeah. you know, yeah. free space. Exactly. Stuff. Exactly. It, it... I think that's that's like the big thing the community probably wants at this point. I I personally really like doing the floating. Um, it takes a really long time, but I enjoy like the kind of the challenge of it. Yeah. But even I would say, put a Z axis in the game. Just yeah, do it. We... Put a Z axis in the game. We but they probably it. need to. They probably also need to like completely rebuild how houses work, because if you put yeah. a Z axis in the game, you need to make sure people can't actually just go straight up into the void. Right. But here's like the thing with it. Like uh, the way Essen mentioned, the issue with like a third party tool coming into play is if it becomes too much of an issue and people uh, notice it, obviously they will have to be do something about it. Um, think back yeah. on. Um, the, uh, on uh, Sophia and the uh, world first ultimate clear of tea, right? Yeah. Um, how they use the waymarks, they they noticed that uh, partially uh, that PP uh, worked there, and they placed the mar waymarks automatically. They mm -hmm. changed the entire. They introduced an entire system based on that because it just wasn't a thing that is supposed to happen. Now glitches, on the other hand, are also not a thing that are in theory supposed to happen, and then. When a third party tool comes into play here, and it's also causing issues for the server, the waymarks were at least something that is only just a beneficial thing for the players, but it's kind of cheating if you look at it from a pure developer standpoint, right? Um, but it also causes issues for the servers, like we said, if a void building there is, it causes server instability, and uh, in being able to play something in outside your garden on another pe on other, other people's plots or like in areas where they shouldn't be able to. It can create many issues, mm -hmm, and yeah. if they fix that, they would have to overhaul the thing. It would yeah, be a good yeah, yeah. thing, in my, in my opinion. If it's very scary because it's either they ruin the entire thing for us, or they fix everything we wanted for us. Well, and honestly, I don't want to risk it. <laughs> yeah. I rather just have everything as we have right now. But we really, really need that x uh, the axis movement yeah. because this is like ev something that every other thing has the creation kit from bethesda has it the uh i think in uh, someone mentioned that eso like else Chris Allen, ha actually has the axis movement it would improve the game so much but as sin mentioned we they would have to take precautions to prevent you from void building still the thing and is it, as well um yeah. it, it's needed for the longevity of the of the housing scene because yes. um I mean, there's like twofold reasons for this. I think people can generally agree that like Square Enix have been pretty lack with pretty much everything like third party and like mod wise, they've been pretty lax. Obviously, their stance is starting to change. Mm. Um, as housing is now, 
and the fact that some people are getting more and more complex and doing all these ridiculous things with it, it's kind of inadvertently pushing up kind of the barrier for entry in a way. Um, because, I mean, it's easier to get into housing, but there's all these glitches and stuff. But when you see this stuff and people have done these insane things and you look at it and go, I want to do that. And then you find out how to do that. I kind of understand why some people have turned to third party, put tools to do it. But it, mm. and that putting things at risk isn't good. So we need to, for longevity, these things have to be implemented because it's only going to take so long before Square do just with some things go, that's, yeah. that's it, that's too far. Um, yeah, as Div was saying, way markers, it's too far. You can automate your combat using um, certain plugins for like ACT hey, and stuff. Hell, hell it still works. That's it. the thing. That's yeah. the worst part about it. Like they tried to fix the issue, but it still works. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely goofy, and I, I it's a whole tricky situation that will be an ongoing conversation for the rest of the life of the game when we talk about yeah. third party tools uh, and Final Fantasy fourteen. Um, and I do think that uh, I I don't want them if they get rid of like the glitches, you get rid of that creative outlet for a lot of different people if they don't put in our solution in there. That's 100% obvious. And I do want to comment real quick. A lot of people are saying uh, uh, people play the game just for housing, right? That's all they do. And you you, mm -hmm. you mentioned that as well. Like, you just kind of leave. Uh, my wife owns a house in the game. She never logs in. She stays subscribed only to keep the house. Because yeah. Square Enix yeah. would yeah. very shoot themselves in the foot if I, they would get rid of that. I, I think... Um... <laughs> It's, it's so much more than just housing, but Square Enix kind of have this onus on them at this point to kind of look at why people are using third-party stuff for so many different things and kind of go, well, if we want to stop this, we probably need to give them some of this instead of just trying to just take stuff away. People do this for a reason. Mm. I don't expect them to ever put, like, a damage log in, but, like, can you put in, like, a better system for, like, hunts? Yeah. <laughs> Can you can you can you put in the housing glitches as a Z axis? Yeah, you can. You definitely can. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's it's on Square. Yeah. I, I would really like to have some kind of conversation or feedback with Square Enix. Not gonna lie, like I would really love to be able to because we we know Square Enix prefers JP, JP. It's always like that. It's like their home. Like they will always listen to them more than we do. Like hell, Square, Yoshi P visited the biggest. Like sorry, you he visited him, and he saw what he's capable of. But it's the communication between the actual like the developers and the Western community. It's just not there. You aren't able to leave feedback on that. I would yeah. love to see the, the implementation of, for anything, honestly, I would love to see people be able to send feedback to Square Enix based on a certain niche of a game. Like, I would like to send people, uh, I would like people to send ideas on how to improve PvP, how to improve so, queue times and rewards. Well, and I mean, the same I mean, just I to say this, mm -hmm. sorry, just quickly, like, are you aware that, like, the forums exist? Because they exist, and you can post a thread in there, but how many people are actually aware of that? There, there's not a lot of no people one. who use the forums over in, in a... Uh, and maybe exactly. you either, I don't think... It's mostly yeah. a JP thing that they do use the forums often, and they do use Lodestone for a lot of things. They do blog yeah. post on Lodestone uh, on the JP mm. side of everything. The communication is definitely different. And so when we get into, like, you know, if they have a preference for a region... They have a preference to doing business and making money, even if it's in different regions. Uh, <laughs> the, the thing is, I think what happens um, 
for information and opinions from the NA and EU side, and this is all my opinion, I don't really have any real evidence of anything, but you, you mm. basically, you have all the Western and EU side, they have to go through a filter. They have to go through the community teams, respectively, and then over mm -hmm. to the JP side. Because yes. it's not just there in face value. Now, the JP yeah, side of it, they could just look at it. They don't have to have things translated. They don't have to like have these concepts or anything go through this whole process to get to them because it's they just look at the forms if they want to or they look wherever they the news sites or whatever they want to and they just see that stuff. Uh, so it, that communication barrier does exist, and so it may seem kind of like they get preference, but if there's there's an obvious advantage to having your entire community speak Japanese but, towards Japanese developers, right? That's, yeah, that's true. somewhat on square for not putting staff infrastructure in for the West and for... I agree. I can't comment it's... too much on how it, it operates other than uh, I know they have people dedicated to uh, communicate. Oh, yeah. They definitely do. But <laughs> yeah. um, when I think about kind of all these topics of conversation, and I'm really not just shitting on Square, they've made a fantastic yeah. game. Whether I'll enjoy all of it or not is irrelevant. When I think of all these things, I lately think towards Blizzard. Um, because they. <laughs> right. So, Blizzard, everyone hates Blizzard. Mm. Hates Blizzard. Yeah. But you know what? They've actually been listening to community feedback for the last couple of years. They also really are quite well. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. The thing. totally. I yeah. totally agree yeah. with that. But like, Blizzard went from ignoring absolutely everyone to listening and it's just listen. Like, listen. Square Enix is known for listening to their player base, right? But. Yeah. It, only for like the vast majority of things that are very important and bringing in money to. For example, if they would just acknowledge that people are interested in things like niche things like uh, PvP and housing, for example, right? Like, it sounds as silly as it sounds, man. I want a housing representative or something. <laughs> I want some, I want something to talk to. I want something, to, some place to leave my feedback on that is not a forum and that has to go through this filter from being translated and for risk of uh, things being lost in translation too into Japanese, for example. I just, I want what I like about when Yoshi P visits our servers, for example, is like he gets stuff. He he people ask him stuff, and he can actually reply directly to him. But there's only so many things he knows about too, as a developer, uh, like as the um, as the director, right? And for example, when he visited the some random ass houses on a server, he was like, as we mentioned before the weapons on the walls using mannequins that is the extent of things he could have imagined but uh using making a coffee machine out of a fucking planter like he would have never thought of that and it's just not getting through to th that stage of development so i do um, i do want to stop for a second because i want to make sure ashen's still here <laughs> i'm here yeah i've been listening <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's just yeah yeah okay they, they get um they get ranty and i just let the boys talk <laughs> okay okay because I, I felt bad i was like you know i hear i'm hearing a lot from uh Dividus and scent but i haven't heard anything from ashen here uh so ashen, i don't you? know if you want to put your two cents in ashen Oh, don't put me on the spot. No, I mean, I agree. The only thing I would say regarding the Japanese side of it is also a big cultural difference of they don't, they respect the content. <laughs> and I mean that in the most literal way. They don't want to change the way it's made because that's seen as disrespectful. So I don't oh, yeah, think I... that they would say, hey, you need to add this. <laughs> I, I totally think, like, as a culture, we, we've become very critical 
I mean, this can be seen by all the um, backlash people have had over, like, developers and stuff and delays in games. I think, like, as a culture, we're definitely, definitely getting critical. But, um, I mean, this, this, this all, all might be a pointless conversation. They devoted, like, huge amounts of time this expansion to, like, overhauling crafters, gatherers, and adding more side content. They might just, you know, 6.0, next time we get, like, a... What is fan fest, right? They might just be like literally just this giant picture of this axis that says Z on it, and they're just like, you know, drop mic, and we're just like, well, shit. <laughs> everyone's gonna fucking shit their pants, dude. Like everyone's gonna you lose it. You don't, you don't know though, you do you? You don't, you don't know. This might, they might. Everything we're saying and we're saying they're not listening. They might be. They just haven't said it. There is that whole communication thing where, like, you know, we can put our voice out there and we only hear from them once every three months, basically. Or yeah. every, if it's, like, really vital, there will be, like, a, a forum post from Yoshida or something else. Uh, but we don't get a lot of that bounce back. Um, and I think that that does, like, uh, it makes people feel a little hopeless. Uh, again, mm. I was on the other side with the PvP stuff and there are so many things and you're just, like, voicing your opinions and you're saying all these things. And every once in a while, you chip away at something, and something positive happens. But it just feels so. There, there is some sort of issue there with how that interaction is with the player base and uh, development team. But I, that's, I think that's just business practice from how they normally operate uh, in Japan. Um, it, yeah. It's not, it's not really built to deal with that kind of criticism constantly and everything else. I, I would guess. Uh, again, I'm I'm such an amateur. I I host a shitty podcast. I don't really know. <laughs> oh, we do too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I I I I feel somewhat that um they never expected like this game to do as well as it did in the West, which yeah, which is also a foolish mistake on their part because you know if you cast your mind back uh, a very long time back to Final Fantasy One, I'm pretty sure the West may have saved the series. So. You know, may, maybe pay attention. Like, the, the yeah. fan base was obviously there. I, I mean, I... like, if you look at it, like, they have, for housing specifically, when it comes to furniture itself, I think they know what we are doing, and they're like, you know what, you oh, just totally. do you. I'm, I'm go we're going to feed you, like, a nice furniture, you just keep quiet. And they have been spoiling us with very good furniture. Like, we've been, been able to, cre over the last year... We've been able to create so much good shit uh, just due to the fact that they add so much good stuff. Obviously, it's you know, partially I... from us, you know, because of a housing design contest that they hosted and they let us decide what goes into the game as furniture pieces. Like, they don't change the system itself, but they let us mm -hmm. decide what gets into the game, which is, that's fucking I... amazing, honestly. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I've been thinking about this, and like, honestly, they've... Aside from giving us quite a lot of really good furniture over the last kind of the life cycle of Shadowbringers, they've um there are definitely moments where it's obvious they've seen what people are doing and putting something in because of it. Uh leather sofa. People were making yeah. loads of custom sofas. Then leather sofa just turns up and it's just it's just right here. Uh -huh. uh, alcove bed. Like alcove bed, we may not like it, but people were making them and then suddenly it turns up. Like they they're looking no at least. No yeah. one's using yeah. it as a bed. Everyone's using it as either a ceiling or a floor. <laughs> it's not being used for its intended purpose, but that's a good thing. In my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use a bed for a wall detail or a floor anytime because this is what we do as a housing community. Yeah. We every single patch, we go into the housing preview, which is also an amazing feature they gave us, right? Uh, the housing preview, just being able to pull an item through the wall and say, "Hey, I'm gonna make a sink out of this toilet." Um, 
or the other way around and yeah. you're not going to be sure whatever whatever people can come up with because every single time you check the tags on twitter or you check the discourse where uh, people talk about housing there's going to be something like two items that have been in the game for like two years and people have combined it to an entirely new thing that everyone's going to use for the next three months or so <laughs> and this is like the, this is the best thing ever i love it so much so well oh sorry no, no, I, <laughs> well, I was gonna say like when i look at the housing community and when we talk about this in depth like i wish you know japan would notice us please <laughs> i also think about like uh you know the communities in the game you have your rating you have gpos and then you have housing <laughs> and gpos is huge yeah. Like the glamour, like the G the G posters Discord is like forty thousand people or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And I just I think as passionate and as much as we love housing, it is tiny. It is so small, and I don't think that they just notice that a lot of these things, you know. <laughs> well, see, yeah. I do want to mention that a little bit because uh, G pose. Uh, my my opinion on that is they implemented it. Because players were coming up with good screenshots, and they wanted players to come up with more good screenshots. Because man, you put out those pictures—that's fucking free advertising, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's and so I, I want to—I I bring that back because I think housing kind of dives into almost that same thing. Because you're advertising their housing, right? Mm -hmm. You look at all of these amazing, like creative things people are doing with housing in Final Fantasy XIV. Don't you want a house in Final Fantasy XIV? And so I think that they would be more inclined to be on your side with that, especially if it's coming out with beautiful pictures, which is a big part of housing is having those shots and showing people mm -hmm. how incredible, you know, you can make things look. Uh, and so I, absolutely I I think mean, Square's on your side. Yeah, I mean, housing's uh, a lot of what's on Twitter in regards to this game, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you want to keep that. Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's free advertisement for them. The more profitable is like they don't have to do anything marketing wise, and we just do uh, stuff for them. And obviously, people pay a lot of money to get a house in the game, and they also pay, as uh, you mentioned before, for us, uh, just paying their subs just to keep the house. <laughs> um, which yeah. which is like undoubtedly, it's amazing for screenings. They just have to see the potential behind it a bit more, and I think the more they see it, and I think they are on the good path when it comes to that. Like as much as I want to shit on them uh, mm -hmm. for not giving us a proper um, rotation system and uh, the uh, access to move things on, they are. They are taking notice of it, I think. They're like It's on a good way. And I think the more the community grows, and it has been growing for the past year yeah. like nothing else. And uh, the more it grows, the more they will acknowledge us. Which is like, from multiple perspectives. Like, both a profitable perspective and just, like, you know, just if a niche becomes popular, hell, just like in the G-Post thing, let them have something nicer. Or mm -hmm. just to make it easier for them to use yeah. things, because ooh, once they give us the access, oh man, we are gonna. Oof, I'm not gonna leave the house anymore. <laughs> I think that. I think the um, yeah, as you were saying, like Square have done things that are really good for the community. And they probably are on our side. Um, just the housing community as a whole has this like kind of problem that most of the other subsets don't. I guess the raiders kind of do a little bit now, but it's like we have this little fear in the back of our head mm. because don't of. Touch it. <laughs> right, exactly. Which I guess Raiders now have because of like the whole delay of the ultimate content, mm. right? Yeah. So it's hey, just, yes, coming. yes, they might genuinely just be doing the apps, you know, the right thing, and they are doing good stuff. But that little bit of communication would 
probably make the yeah. world a difference to us. I mean, I've always like, been a, a supporter of, hey, have someone on the English side that is your raid representative, your PvP representative, yeah. your whatever. Just give them titles of various yes. parts of the community. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and that would be really good, but they, I don't know if they want to put that kind of responsibility on anyone because then you attach it to that person and then that person if they leave oh yeah it's a whole oh other yeah thing. but at the same time i think it would do a world of good to have that one person kind of opening up as hey i'm gonna say something i hear what you're saying and this is my response and just have that every once in a while would be fantastic yeah but, i yeah. agree uh, and these are measures they definitely should be trying to do as well because to be completely blunt, uh, this is their second MMO, and the amount of time left in its life cycle isn't that large. They're probably going to have to do a third one. It's going to be F eleven still few going. Years. I, I <laughs> know, but, but also hey, like the amount of people. It, it's twenty twenty one. The amount of people that are complaining about like server ticks and stuff. Come on, like they're gonna. It's the, the engine is showing its age because it was built on top of something else, right? Spaghetti. Eventually, yeah, it was on spaghetti. Yeah. And so, the, you know, Endwalker will come. There'll probably be another expansion. Whether it goes past that, I genuinely. I don't well, know. they did say they have a few expansions planned, like, on, like you know, on their whiteboard and stuff like that. And they do yeah. have the funds for it, definitely. And I would say that just saying by how well Shadowbringers did for them, like, marketing wise, it, they just made so much profit, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, they, they know that it's like, I think that's Square Enix's best income at the moment, too, uh, yeah. from what I remember. I, I, I would just. Yeah, and I think they should invest. I, I can't say, man, I'm not going to be like, if I should invest more. They are probably investing a lot to uh, basically build something upon Spaghettico, like you said before. But uh, just just having some, just having the acknowledgement that someone is there listening to us. Yeah, is just... I mean, they, they, they can always, in terms of Spaghettico, they can always take the Riot approach and just, you know, try and rebuild their systems back end as they go. There's a, it's just another game. There's no reason to rebuild 14. Yeah. Just another 17 will come out and. Yeah. That'll be it. Yeah, like like everyone feared that 16 is going to be the next 14, basically, because uh, Yoshida working on it, but it just turned out that 16 is just a single-player Final Fantasy. And, man, I was, say, I was happy about that. I was like, okay, good, I can continue doing housing in a relevant, a relevant <laughs> game. Fine, fuck. Uh, well, uh, that worked out for me, at least. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm going to go on to this next part. That a lot of people were asking about 6.0 and everything else, and I'm going to make Ashen start uh, to answer this one. <laughs> Uh, when they're talking about 6.0, they're also talking about Island Sanctuary, which might be a little bit related to the housing uh, game. We don't know for sure, uh, but yeah. how do you feel about it being implemented in the game? Okay, to be honest, I talked about it with the boys. I have no idea what it's going to be. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't... <laughs> I, I enjoy it in the sense where I love farming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that sounds really cool. And I remember when we would talk about housing, we would talk about in addition to gardening, wouldn't it be cool if you could like have animals, you can like get their yeah. fur. Like maybe the farm's going to be like that. That would be really cool. Um, okay, yeah. But I have no idea what it could be. Um, in my head, it's going to be instance. It's going to mm -hmm. be like a, I don't know, Eureka Diadem thing. I don't know. Yeah. I have no clue. Yeah, it was pretty unclear, but I would have to assume it's close to like I don't know, Animal Crossing or something like that. Um, I don't know how customizable it'll be, so I don't know how transferable the skills of housing will go into it. But it is a I... possible avenue for you. 
I think they're going to end up giving you a house on it. I think they have to, actually. I think it's the answer to nearly all of their problems. So they're going to have a house, house finally? Yeah, you're already making this instance for someone, and they're getting to have their little island. Mm -hmm. You let them decorate it. There, you have your instance housing that's still personal. Everybody now has access to a house. You have fixed the housing shortage. That is very true. Well, I, I would I agree. love that. Would it be, yeah, that be it, too it, much, though? And even, even, even if it's not in there at launch, I can't see them not adding it. Okay, okay. So I, it, the only it, thing that I think is kind of odd about that is that if you have a house here, where is your home? Island Sanctuary, is that your home? <laughs> or is it the house that you bought in Goblet? Uh, you know, and you're just kind of hanging out and you put all that work into building that, this cool little place for it. Or uh, I, I don't know. I, when I think about it, I think of what Square has done so far because they love to recycle old things and they, they don't <laughs> like to, yeah. they, they don't <laughs> like to branch out too much in terms of what they've created so far. Mm -hmm. So the way I see it is it's probably going to be just like you do your dailies there and it's just going to be like like a beast tribe sort of but not <laughs> is it like uh, the fairy I, one uh, where you go in yeah. Like, yeah okay i don't yeah. have i don't have a lot of high hopes for it until i hear more okay yeah same here i'd like to hear a bit more about it first what i was initially thinking if you i don't know if you've played monster hunter world for example yeah. um uh, you can decorate your house too, but the way you decorate it is not placing things manually, but you swap out set pieces, like modular pieces, yeah. right? So what I was thinking it is, um, think a reconstruction, like, uh, since it's like a volcanic island, maybe it's something like you improve over time, like you provide resources and stuff like that, similar to mm -hmm. the Dolmen Enclave reconstruction. Um, to some degree, and obviously it's like a uh, daily thing, like Ashen said, you get your resources back from it, like you can plan stuff, you have the minions running around like they said before, uh, you can have the animals there, what was it, the chocobo, the, the horse was it, mm -hmm. um, that you can have there. And I thought that the modular stuff is basically just set pieces that you can swap out, like nothing too major like we have right now with housing. Right. Um, I'm... I, Kind of thought maybe they gave us, they would give us a house, but to they would have to fix the issue with the housing shortage at some point. And since suggestion was good that it would fix an issue, but I think um, that creating the exact same thing or using, let's say, the exact same interior structure would be like, um, hey, if you have an instant house, why do you need one in a residential area? Yeah. Um, it would create an issue on itself. So what I think is, they might introduce an apartment-sized kind of interior, maybe, that either you can decorate it the same way, but it has a different exterior structure. Mm -hmm. um, like, the, there's a different alignments of pillars. Like, it looks nothing like in the inside of a house right now. Um, or it is, like, similar to Monster Hunter World, both in the exterior and interior, where you just swap out set pieces and you can display weapons and stuff like that, or mm. like change the color of a wallpaper, like nothing major, just something small, but give us a place to call home without actually having a house. But if you still want a house and decorate entirely custom, you'd still need to get a house in a residential area, which would like, you know, some maybe some people would be fine with just that and people wouldn't complain too much about a housing sh shortage being there because they just have the... They're just fine with having a small island and a small cottage. They kind of decorate a little bit because I know that some people 
just feel like they want things to be done quickly, they just want a nice place to be in, uh, but they don't want to decorate themselves, either for whatever it, reason it might be, right? But See, they just want I, something I, simple. I find it to be a little bit more practical. Maybe yeah. it's just, I'm, I'm so, I'm used to being burned so bad by SE. <laughs> But I just see it as they're going to uh, do gardens for people because that's a big sticker point. You know, I can't. I, I well, no, just a garden in general. You know, people who can't oh, have like a house, mm-hmm. okay, they yeah, want I'll a garden. Mm-hmm. And people talk about that all the time. And that's a quality of life thing I always like think about. Even as simple as um, I think it's unfair that uh, FCs control submarines and airships. Mm. Like, wh- why don't they use a port in Limsa or Kagane? That'd be so cool. And use that. You know, it, mm. it's it's kind of unfair in a way. Yeah. But, but- it, it, the way gardening works, people want to garden. It's a huge money maker, and I think it's mm-hmm. unfair that it's tied to housing. Mm. Oh yeah, it's, it's it's crazy to me. There's not like some sort of communal garden outside of um apartments. But aren't they calling it community gardens? So, like, isn't that the actual work in progress title they used back in the day, like a few, uh, like half a year ago, when they said, "Hey, so we're working on two things at the moment: the balconies, which, by the way, never fucking happened, um, and second, the community gardens." And they called it <laughs> community gardens. So I was thinking, like, can you like select a certain amount of people? Like, you can have like five people on your island, maybe, and you can share it or something. I'm, or is it just a place for you? Thing. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the issue. I, I don't know if those islands yeah, but, are the community gardens they're talking about. They also told us that at like, the end of Stormblood they were going to double our garden plots and that hasn't Yeah, happened. that never so, fucking happened. So I'm, I'm still upset about the Balkanese because it's literally just... a little bit and just talk about things <laughs> Wait, have I, have I actually confirmed that they're adding it to the game at some point? Like, they did are they hinting so hard, but they've done it so many times, man. If they're, like, teasing us, like, with Viera at some point, they will just, like, you know, have a, the slightest tease, and everyone's gonna be like, oh yeah, it's confirmed, and basically we're just gonna get it in the next expansion. Yeah. Uh, by the way, oh. chat, I'm gonna ask you all, if you have any questions, to go ahead and put them in there. I know a few uh, people have put some questions in there, but... Uh, we've been going for over two hours, by the way. I don't know if you guys realized. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's getting. <laughs> so we've we've been doing really good uh, with the show. That's a positive thing. I always love it when like the shows just like sort of just fly by, uh, and I just don't even realize it. But yeah, if anyone has any questions, uh, now would be the time to ask them, uh, and I, I'll try to get them asked uh, here on the show. I mean, from some of the talk that we've had so far. I do want to know, are you guys for them changing and maybe going to an instanced housing system, or are you uh, against that? I, 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 I would s- love it. Really? It's like a whole instanced housing thing? If everything yeah. was, if every single house was instanced? I wouldn't mind, because honestly, I don't really go outside of my little bubble, my FC, and my house. <laughs> no, no. I, <laughs> I just, nah, like... Yeah, but even, like, the FC hang out... Bear me and Ash are in the same FC. Like, even they hang around outside the FC and stuff. Like, if it was instance, you wouldn't yeah. have that. You know, like, I, I enjoy, like... Um, in my current house, it hasn't happened much, but in my previous ones, I'd, like, run up to the summoning bell and my neighbors would be there and I'd talk to them and stuff. Like, yeah. I, would I don't, I don't like people. How, how, how would... How would visit, visiting people work in that case? Like, if you, let's say you have an instance house, can you click on your name and they can teleport inside your yeah. house immediately? Sure, like, yeah, and, I, and yeah. I would assume FCs, of course, would be together. I, that'd be, yeah. that'd be neat. I, that'd be neat. I'd like I'm it. not against instance housing at all, but I don't mm. think you destroy the system we have to have it. I think it should, we should definitely have it because everyone should have access. Okay. But, 
maybe yeah, it's everyone, one, maybe, yeah. maybe it's one or the other. F- like, yeah, maybe if, if, if you want your if it. yeah, if you want your house an award, that's fine. You keep it, but you can't have this instance house. Okay, pick one. It's, and then at that a... point, you're you're pay you're paying for the garden and the community, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're paying for on that plot. And man, I wish I would not pay for that because holy shit, I want I I hate all of those Pizer houses around me, the, the, the <laughs> chocobo places. Man, I can't wait for Ishkar to look fucking ugly. Like it's gonna be awful. Like I'm gonna have this amazing immersive place that I rebuilt with my bare hands. And then some kind of idiot is gonna slam a chocobo house next to me, and I'm real. I really don't want that. Not man. just some kind of idiot. A lot of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the worst part about it, dude. Yeah. Like, if I could have the option, what I wished the um, Ishgard Restoration is gonna do, I hoped that everyone is gonna get a large mansion in like as a gift for the hero and savior of Ishgar, right? Like, yeah. you're just gonna be there and you're gonna have those NPCs around you having houses, like we have right now there, right? And there's gonna be one specified plot where you can be like, hey, or like three specified plots. It's gonna be a small, a mid, or a large, and you can pick whatever the fuck you want, or have even all three of them. And just have that as an instanced housing area for you. But no, they gave us the same bullshit we always had, and everyone hates <laughs> it, or loves it, depending on how you know how you treat that issue but personally i hate really hate it because they promise that it's not going to be the same way that housing districts are going to uh, were in the past and they still fucking did it and i'm still upset about it <laughs> so i i, I want to bring this up because i just saw a chat made me laugh a little bit what if they do a an hoa system for ishgar where like they come around and say hey no we don't do these kind of roofs here we don't do papaya in this neighborhood Oh my god, so many people I'm, will be I mean, I so many people of... get upset. I mean, we can roleplay like that. Yeah. Also, like, my placard on my personal house in Goblet is, like, telling everyone in the ward to come talk to me. Because I want to make, like, the ward just generally look, like, the same. Oh, are you, like, oh, not, no, Although, although no, one's ta- no one's taken me up on it so far, and I've actually been in, like, a cold war with my neighbor until recently, because they glitched something onto, like, my little landing, and I kind of was just looking at it like, hmm... Oh, they, know, they've got rid of it now. I have like I, I, my entire row, like my neighbors, my neighbor have like five cannons faced at my garden, uh, at my house, and I'm like so, and they have something like that in the Ishgar district. But that's so funny, like thinking about how people do that because Leah did this on Twitter. She, I think they, they did it right. They came up to the people in their neighborhood and they're like, "I'm gonna pay you it was, this it was matter it was Mikan. Okay, Mikan it was wasn't. I'm going to pay you this wall, this a very expensive wall usually, and you're going to use it and dye it orange. And But I'm going to finance it for you, but you're still going to use it. Please don't use Chocobo houses and stuff like that. They came up to them and paid for them just to not have an ugly ward. That and that's funny. Hilarious. I would love to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you like start uh, seeking out people in your neighborhood, just like waiting for them. Oh, I found you. You came to your house. All right. Look, I'm going to pay you some money <laughs> to not look like shit. <laughs> I give you five bucks to fuck off. <laughs> Just, come on, we can work this out. All right, you have a really shitty house, and I'll I, I'll, I'll give you a hundred million gill. Just let me make. It. <laughs> You know, oh I, got, I got lucky in that respect because um, I'm in Goblet right now, and hmm. I, uh, I moved there, and the the ward was empty for months. This was before like the big housing crisis, hmm. and my friend was all by himself. In like the best plot in Goblet, the sword is so empty, nobody's there. So me and a bunch of friends moved over there with the FC. So we're all in a bubble, which is really nice. <laughs> so you know, everyone decorates, and it's it's a pretty little thing. It's nice to 
be around friends. But then the house next to me was empty for months until someone bought it. And I was so worried. I was like, oh, my God, what if they're going to put up like a like an ugly Chocobo <laughs> house? I didn't know what to do. And then it turned out it was someone I sort of knew. Um, mm-hmm. When I first started housing, I would stock lots of wards and everything. And I liked this person's house uh, a lot. And I'd visit it and I started talking to them. And on his alt, he bought that house so he could make a nice pretty Aww. house so it doesn't ruin the aesthetic. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was really nice. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't even think about anyone being put in that situation. Oh, who the fuck bought this house over here? We're going to have to worry about them. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, it was funny. When, yeah. I, when I saw that my neighbor moved away and instead of their house was like a large shiragana house in the middle of the lavender beds, man. I was just delighted uh, <laughs> just <laughs> to see Seriously. another weep move in next to me. <laughs> when that bench was on like my landing, I was basically outside my neighbor's house with like a boombox, just waiting for them to turn up so I could confront <laughs> them about it. <laughs> just <laughs> uh, throwing rocks so, against her window. Real quick, Ashton, you said you're in the goblet. Yeah. Where is your house? Goblet. Okay. Divot. Div. Mist. Mist. Okay. Okay. I'm in the goblet too. I assume almost no one's in the goblet, and no one likes to goblet. It's. But I, I do mean, like. Okay. It. Oh, community, general community-wise, they don't like the goblet. However, it has the best skybox, and also they're the best houses for glitching, um, okay. despite the fact that grid snap's broken in them. Hmm. If, I... if we look, if we look past broken grid snap, they're the best houses for glitching. They have uh, really good rafters. The staircase on the large is really easy to glitch on. All their railings over all their staircases are really good to glitch on, and they have the deepest spawn depth, which. It a is a thing. thing that matters when you're trying to build like complete full custom walls because you're loading further in the house, mm-hmm. so you can build up more behind you. Yeah, so so it's like people really like just they like lush green areas or like it's either so with the districts we have either mm-hmm. it's the lush green, it's a beach, or like it's v- something they wouldn't have in real life basically. And so who the fuck would like to live like in a desert like that, for example, right? In theory, be the least popular ward. It is be. the least popular ward. Like on, if you go on mm-hmm. Spriggan, for example, on uh, the Chaos Data Center, one of the newer servers, it's empty. No one has a house there. Like you can just go there and buy a house. Wow. But in theory, it's a good-looking plot. They like with all of the um, oases, like the springs there, uh, yeah. the greenery, and the little water puddles there, uh, the, like the little ponds. I mean, next to the houses, it looks really good. Like it would be amazing to visit a place like that in real life. And I don't like. I'm looking at like lavender beds. It's just like a, it's some kind of place in the middle of the woods next to a lake. You're gonna get fucking bitten by mosquitoes all the time in theory um it's i i, I it just seems like a very unpleasant place for me to did live you in. just imply there were mosquitoes in lavender beds not goblet Yo, that, have you that, seen that's have a... you seen how large those things in the Dude, fucking uh, great wood are that's backwards man i mean <laughs> I okay that's to be fair, okay, backwards. It's, listen it's like it's like on a, it's like a small like what is it like a cliff actually it's like a goblet in the middle of like a yeah. uh, ravine or something it, i like it it, it looks good I, I like it a lot. It's designed very well because it's very unique. I, in my opinion, I, I, I like how all the wards look generally. I even like, I, I, I really dislike Shiro. It's my least favorite by an absolute long shot. But like Same. in terms of how it looks aesthetically, it's kind of fine. It's just a shame that the inside of the houses are just like 
broken. Oh yeah, <laughs> if, we, if we were talking about the interior of the houses, uh, Goblet is the worst, in my opinion. Nah, Goblet's the best for glitching, apart from grids. For glitching, yes, you can make the cleanest yeah. stuff, that's La true. Lavender beds should be, like, really good, but, like, all their, um, all the railings around all the stairs, like, you can't storage place on them. Mm, like, at yeah. all. That's true. Like, mist and stuff, uh, like, especially mist stairs are very nice to work with, actually. Yeah, mist, mist are great for that kind of thing. Because but... it's like, it's like Minecraft blocks going up and down, nothing yeah. else. I, I have this internal tier list of, like, the wards, and it's based entirely upon your ability to do glitches in them, nothing to do with the aesthetics. It would make sense. Yeah. 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 Uh... At, at this point, housing has developed into a thing where we just do custom stuff. We don't use the exterior of the walls anymore. We just do everything yeah. ourselves. Well, some people do. Like, Obviously, let's, yeah. Let's, we personally don't, but I mean, there are people that use all three floors and maximum space of a house, and they make really nice houses. Mm. That's true. Okay, I'm going to ask this this uh, this viewer question here. Uh, we'll get through just a couple, a few of them. Um, this one uh, is asking kind of about making uh, being commissioned to do a design. They said, if someone asks you to copy a design uh, from another designer... Do you think that is okay as long as the person copying the design will mention the links for the original design, or do you think permission is needed from the original designer? Oh. Difficult if the designer maybe is like from a different country and there's a language barrier. I would I still ask for permission, I in my opinion. don't like it, personally. Yeah. Um, what way is that? I, I don't like, think it's always a black and white answer, but hmm. the, it, the broad concept, I don't like it. Like personally, I would never, I would never just straight up rebuild or redesign something that someone else has used because it would mm -hmm. just, as I said before, it's like I want to make something I... unique and cool for myself too. Yeah. But if someone pays good money for it, like if if the person who's made who made the original design consensus, like you would go up to them and ask, hey, uh, someone's doing it for that, but how would you feel as a designer that someone else is getting paid for something that you come up and spend so much time on? Like, would you yeah, ask for I some like kind of charity? I mean, I, yeah, okay, to no, some degree, I, I, it fuels their ego. But... I like I like being copied by people on their personal houses when they're doing it because they like the work. Yes, that, you know, they true, want it true. themselves, and they're also doing it to like teach themselves. I like that. I really, I think, I think copying people for your own development is a great thing, but copying someone to get paid for it, and it's someone else doing it, like. Why haven't you just asked the person that built it in the first place? And if you have no. asked them and they've and they've said no, like I I, I, don't I, I, see an issue I, with it. I honestly don't see an issue. There was a time where I was bothered because it was a lot of work, and then again, my own commission prices I usually charge for free. And then I find out someone got paid like real money, took a copy something I did. Then it's like wow, it's kind of unfair. But in the grand scheme of things, so what? At the end of the day, I made this really cool design. Someone copied it. So what? I, it, it just it doesn't matter to me. I don't know. Okay. Uh, for for me, it's, it's very gray. Like I, I'm not. I, if someone would do a design of mine, um, I wouldn't be sure how to feel about it. It. I think it's very dependent on the situation. Um, maybe if it's like a friend of mine or something and he wants me to help him with doing something that I've done before, maybe. But copying and turfing, yeah. I I, I do not feel uh, comfortable with it. Uh, but I don't think that I would say, hey, don't do that, honestly. Yeah. Like, all, all power to you. If you can make bank of, of it, 
for doing basically nothing since you just recreate something else. I know it's still a tedious process if you I have mean, like lots of glitching, right? Photocopying like, is a skill in itself, mate. Genuinely. Yeah, like, like stuff like I mean, sim trades, I mean, for I mean, example, like holy shit, that's recreating stuff like that. Make a whole career out of being a photocopier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, that's true. I, I just, I, I, I don't particularly like the concept. I'm never going to kick up a fuss about it. But mm -hmm. like, if you. If someone wanted one of my houses and they were willing to pay someone for it, I just think they should probably ask me myself first. And I don't mean as in like, hey, your permission. I mean like, just ask me if I want to do it. Right. Go to the source. Oh, that's true. That's true. But they're gonna be like, wait, did I just give you my money that I was about to make? <laughs> no, be... that's that's not that's what I mean. Like, it, I know, I know. I mean, if someone DM'd me and was just like, hey, can you um, build this house that Ashen made in mine? Like, I'd be like, why aren't you asking Ashen? It just doesn't. True. Ask Ashen, and if she goes nah, but I don't care, like, then ask me. <laughs> oh yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, yeah, or he might not have time, right? That's yeah. the other yeah. thing to it. Uh, so I guess it just depends. Um, so, they could give me half of the money. <laughs> yeah, you have for, like you just get you get uh, you know royalties. Yeah, yeah, yeah royalties like licensed <laughs> even. <laughs> uh, that's it. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I should draft up a license agreement on my houses. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so good. I'm gonna remember that. Uh, here's a question. Uh, I I don't know if you've ever ran into it, but I guess uh, they're curious about this. Have you ever had a client commission you to add? Uh, to a previous designer's work or redo it yes. totally? Yeah? Yes. Sometimes I don't mind really it sometimes. Uh, I don't mind it depending on what it is. Yeah, sometimes, uh, unfortunately, people will commission someone and then they're not happy with the end result. And they're very not happy. Um, and I don't think that's cool. And some people just don't have it in them to um, like fight about it. Mm -hmm. Like, you've you paid someone something. Okay. Oh, is that me or Sint? I think that's Sint, because... I think that is Sint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sint, are you still there? His internet's... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. It, it, he's gone. It's he's okay. a goner. It's okay. No, but you guys can yeah, continue but, uh, his point if you like, or go into... Uh, you, oh, well, you, you go um, for a dish, yeah. Um, I have been in a situation where I had to um, redo something, and it was actually kind of sad in a way, because it was, it was for a friend, and he had actually wanted to commission me. Um, but I just, I don't have time. And at that time, I wasn't taking commissions. So I didn't realize how important it was to him for me to do it. So he had waited for months, months with this large FC. And he finally uh, hired someone off of Reddit or something. And they did it in one day. And it was just so, he was so embarrassed by it. He just had it locked. So when I found out... I was like, okay, let me look at it. It can't be that bad, but it really was. It wasn't great, <laughs> and so I, I tore it down and I did a a, a thing for him that he likes. So, um, in those cases, because I knew him and it was personal, I did it. But if someone, I, I have been approached to add on to things, and to be honest, like no, I don't really. I'm not interested in that. Mm -hmm. I like to have a kind of like palette. Um, there have been times where people have just said like, hey, can you do like a room and i'll pay you a million and i'm just like okay i'll just put a bed i guess yeah. <laughs> like but, but that's different mm -hmm. i um i disconnected oh welcome back. I, hey, welcome, yeah. welcome back yeah. where, where did i where did i get to before i got I cut off I did, I, did I even get into it 
You didn't really get into it. You were oh, just about to. Jesus. Yeah, the UK and internet just after midnight on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> it, dro it drops without fail. Oh, I fail. forget. It's really late for you. I'm sorry. That's yeah. all right. <laughs> we don't have too much longer. You'll be in bed before before too long. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know if you wanted it to get back into it, Sent. I don't remember what I even said. Fair enough. You won't even worry about it, though. Uh... Yeah, I guess I could just go to your bad case. I, I haven't... Well, I agree with Ashen that adding onto a build specifically, uh, I could I could never do that. I, either I start from the very beginning and have it like have a structure based on what I think is good, um, because working with someone else's thing, it, uh, someone else's design, it just feels wrong in my opinion, um, to me. Uh, but I heard a lot of horror stories, both from Ash and too, uh, from other designers, where it's been like they paid a good amount of money, like a very like something that uh, someone like Ashen would take, for example, and they would pr pl uh, pay a full price. It has been done in two days, mm -hmm. and then it looks fucking awful. And then they hire different designers for far less or free because people do take pity on that because it is. Sometimes it can be very bad, and I do feel bad for it, or, like, it's not what they imagine it to be. But then again, it's, like, very subjective, right? May, imagine it's a very good design, but it's not what someone had in mind, maybe? You know? Mm -hmm. um, would you, as a designer, feel comfortable about tearing it down, or, like, I, argue with him? Like the I don't, I don't see version. the issue with adding on to something. Especially if it's, like, if you're in a position where you are literally adding on to it, like, the house was clearly not actually finished. I don't see an issue with that. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, if, it's just, like, if, it's always so, kind if of, so, like, if, if some Yeah, if someone's going, like, can you just rip out this section and redo it, I'd kind of ask the, like, why behind it. Mm. But, like... I mean, because sometimes things happen, right? Like, you commission someone, shit happens in real life, they're halfway through your house, they don't get to finish it. Um, maybe you like how that half looks. Maybe someone else can pick it up and finish it, like, for them. Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't mind doing that. It happens with like every other thing in the world. How many? Yeah, like, that's true. I mean, I've had tattoos where like I've had an artist start it and like you know it just hasn't got finished, and I ended up having someone else finish it. <laughs> I so... mean, when it comes to that, I guess it's... the the majority of people would probably agree with you. Like, uh, like it is simple, right? In theory, but it's just a personal thing, I guess. It's just yeah. very subjective. Where I personally can't say that I am able to work with something that someone else made. I, it just doesn't feel right to me. So I guess I can't really say that I agree with that. But just I can understand why and mm -hmm. how. But I I just can't say that I can do it for myself. That's fair. Uh, I I do want to ask: Is there any kind of like? infighting or anything between house designers or anything like that or is it a pretty happy community drama exists it does it does it exists in every community yeah okay i think the ge the general vibe is pretty good but yeah of course it exists it is it, like the thing is it's artists right <laughs> like, if, we, if we look at this it's artists artists have egos mm, okay. yeah. like it's gonna happen. <laughs> oh, overall, in my opinion, it's pretty it's pretty welcoming, very helpful between yeah. each other. But I think like behind the scenes, surely there's some, some trash talking and shit. But it, yeah, it's like, it, like, like trash talking community. everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. We get off the show I, I and like I, Ash is like, I hate this motherfucker, and just like wow. shows off. That, that sounds exactly like her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Man. That's fair. Got exposed, Ash. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 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 Uh is it mostly just drama about like opinions on other people's stuff or is it that is it even uh, worth mentioning you're talking about? Uh, for for I, 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 mean, <laughs> I mean I mean it's yeah, there's the but I mean like some people are just shitty. Okay. Like mm. that's so people are people are just some people are shitty and so it bleeds into other things, right? Like it's not gonna vibe with someone's personality no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's just normal social things yeah, I, yeah I guess. exactly like the, com- the community as a whole is pretty friendly it's mm. really welcoming it's just it's it's literally like anything like you don't have <laughs> some person secretly going around and just like going and copying everyone's ideas and then trying to undercut yeah, exists, their commissions yeah. by like that mm-hmm. exists. Oh, yeah that, that oh, totally okay. exists <laughs> there, okay. uh, as, as i mentioned people have egos right and there yeah. are yeah. some very very, very entitled people that think that they deserve something that others don't based on whatever the fuck they create. It doesn't matter what it is, but just the fact that those people exist, you don't want to yeah, have that's... anything to do with those people. And you just you just kind of ignore them and they just go away by themselves because if you are just sticking to that like very friendly, welcoming community and like, support each other, there's no space for those kind of there's... people and they, yeah. they can just go fuck off. Yeah. You have a problem with the housing community in that, obviously, like as you know, a lot of it's on Twitter. Uh, it might as well just be Instagram, and you know what yeah. people are like with Instagram, where they, you know, want to get all their likes and everything. You're, it, it's breed, it breeds a culture. And there's like, there's no um, on the outside. There's absolutely no drama. Like, there you don't see any Twitter comments or like calling you out or like calling you a sexist or something for building house differently. It's just based on the you know it's just that kind of community. But behind the scenes, it's always behind the scenes. While on the other is. side, you no, know, there's uh, usually Twitter is like the cesspool of uh, very stupid people. <laughs> are, you suggest- are, you, are you suggesting that I need to start canceling people in public? Oh. Uh, excuse me. How how dare you build this modern house? How dare you? This is this is based on my culture. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. But I mean, in the large, I, I guess. Go ahead, Ashen. Go ahead. Well, say it's exactly what Div said. Like sometimes you're gonna have someone with an ego or just uh, a personality that just grates people. And within this community, it comes to a point where they're just gonna go away mm-hmm. because, yeah. for the most part, everyone just wants to share and they want to be happy. And if you have like this negative Nancy. You know, they're not getting the kind of feedback they want, so they're just going to go. Yeah. No, that makes sense, yeah. And so that's what I was going to say as well, is that in the whole uh, of the community, it's really more of a positive, good community. But, of course, there's always going to be the little horrible shits somewhere in the corner Uh, causing problems. In in terms of a large-scale community, it's certainly the best of any that I've been in. I agree. Most, most just tend to divulge into just like really small clicks, and that's literally it. You you never get this feel of like an overall community, and I think housing definitely does have an overall kind of feel with it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I think with these things that are growing art wise, anything art wise, because it grows, and not just you, not just the people who are making the art, but people looking at the art become kind of obsessed yeah. in that kind of community as well, because they want to just see beautiful things. <laughs> And so yeah. you're providing that, and I think that uh, it helps the community grow a lot. And it's usually people yeah. just happy to see things that look good. That's yeah. true. And with uh, obviously with every growing community, the more people 
who are like standing out are the most vulnerable ones you know like you will always have like it takes one sing a single person to start something and the bigger the community gets that's like with housing how it grew in the, the past year for example there's gonna show there's there are gonna be some people who are like show up occasionally and just you know yell yeah and well I do want to ask one last question before we get into the final bits of the show and everything. Uh, if Square Enix was in front of you, and you've already told him about the, the Z or Z axis, right? Uh, you already explained that. What what are some things that you would say, please, Square, do this uh, and fix oh. this? <laughs> I've got, got a good few of these. Hey, hang on, okay. I, I wrote them down too. <laughs> uh, we, all, we always, we always want to improve something too. Okay. Remove pillars in large houses. Yeah, okay. because they yeah. they let, really let, hinder us. Let us take let us take them out. And if we're talking about this, this then let us move the staircases. Mm -hmm. um, especially in medium houses. They're in the worst spot. Put them, put them to the back. Let us move them. Um, the sun. <laughs> that damn sun. Get rid of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> yeah, to explain you know how, you, yeah, is. you know how yeah. you have rays that come out of windows. Yeah. Um. So that's relative to the actual time in the game, and the way it works is any window that's on the north wall can't have rays out of it, and because you naturally zone in on the south wall, mm -hmm. um, you kind of have to design with that in mind. Let me flip the sun. Let me move it to the other side. <laughs> I want rays on that wall. Basically, and also, right? Yeah. I just okay, want control. I, I want control of time inside of houses. Time that's, and space. That's really. Yeah. 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 Uh, because right now we have to rely both on like since that the, we have to rely both on the day uh, day night cycle for yeah. a house to look good too. Uh, depending on how, of course how you use the windows. Um, but obviously the direction matters too. So it kind of plays into each other with. It'll give us the option to lock in a time of day, maybe, and have that permanent. And then also let us decide where the light is coming from. Mm -hmm. Maybe if, if it goes for the entire house, like let's say uh, the sun is at in the north right now, and it's always going to shine towards the south. Something like that would be as very simple, and it would change everything, really. Because right yeah. now we really have to just adjust ourselves to the direction of the mm -hmm. interior, and it's always the same. That's the worst part about it. It's always yeah. the fucking same. I, th I think especially lately, because um, I've done a lot of it myself, we've been kind of building custom windows in a way to try and remove reliance on the day-night cycle by making like, yeah. either like permanent night windows or like permanent daytime windows and stuff. And I just don't feel we should have to do that, mm -hmm. honestly. Which also, uh, I saw it in chat, Moonlight. Yeah, we need Moonlight. Okay. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> right, right. Right, right now, it's like, as soon as it becomes dark in-game, the light just goes out, no sun rays, the window is just this ugly, ugly grey. And it's like, it looks so fucking awful. We just need, like, this bluish nice light, because we have... Uh, there is a window in the game that is the stained glass imitation window, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it has a night cycle for windows. And if you, if you place the uh, windows from storage, the night cycle is even there, but it as soon as you place a window down, it's gone. Oh, like, a brief... they, it's programmed in there. <laughs> there's a brief moment of moonlight at like 3am or something, isn't there? For like a split second. Yeah, for a second, and then it goes yeah. away. Well, um, some of the default exterior windows even show moonlight. Yeah. So, yeah, fair. Yeah. It exists, just put it in. Which also, um, this, brought, this wasn't in our list, but I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I, I really think we should be able to sync the interior light level with the day cycle. 
because I have this issue in my house now that like if I want it at light zero, it can only be during the night time. Otherwise, like the light that comes through ruins it. Mm-hmm. If I could be like, oh, at six p.m. drop the lights to zero, but at six a.m. bring them back up to three. I want uh, that. You want like a uh, kind of. Uh, adjustable lighting depending on the time of day yeah like automatically exactly. like you, you have your whole house set up but you it's like hey siri can you please do this and that yeah okay, okay. exactly so like <laughs> just give more control basically because cool, yeah. this is I, I yeah i think i've thought about this because of obviously my personal house you know how it's it pretty much has like a day mode and a night mode mm-hmm. i should just oh just switch between them like automatically why not Here's here's another thing based on that switch, right? Um, give us a layout option. So this is something that I it would be very hard and annoying to implement. Like and initially, I thought of it like as a blueprint thing, like um, being able to have like some kind of a creative mode, right? And then as soon as you finish that blueprint, you just have to fill out the items. Basically, you just throw them in a uh, in an inventory, and as soon as all of the items are actually there. Bam! The house just appears. Like everyone can see it, and before it was just you, right? Yeah. Um, basically, replacing part of it and just preparing it without having to buy twenty banquet tables and not using them like I do, um, because you couldn't experiment with it before. The preview helped with it, but mm. something similar to that would be great. But like since said, being able to switch between sets, like imagine a gear set, right? Like you prepare this layout for your house, and then if you are feeling feeling in a different mood, you swap to a different one. Like, right now I want to have this for the Christmas event, and I want to switch it back to a normal house layout as soon as the Christmas event is over, instead of rebuilding the entire thing. Yeah, This I, is I something we, that I would love to see. I think we should get some sort of test build mode, even Yo. if it's like... Because the thing yeah. is, like, e- even if it's just like a separate... You know, like, the benchmark client, like, being separate? Even if we just have, like, a little separate fucking test build where it's just pick your size of house and then just throw your crap around mm-hmm. be great. that'd be great that'd be, be amazing it, it would it would be really good for like seeing what having that freedom would do to like the community and what they come up with mm-hmm. i think it would like the the community would like bloom like it's like an entirely revolution of housing designers because yeah. now people don't have to rely on like making actual like crafting the furniture beforehand and they can just say hey i can go into the i can um, place those free items down and then build a maybe a furniture piece out of it without buying it and losing money because that that is also a wall for players mm. to just not be as creative as they could be in my opinion okay. yeah furniture is expensive yeah. like yeah and some of it's like material wise sucks to farm mm-hmm. hmm. all right ashen did you have anything that you wanted to throw in not really no <laughs> <laughs> okay okay and- no, that's uh, so. I, I do want to. One thing that we always have to keep in mind: it's good to have like all these ideas and everything. But do you guys remember? Uh, it, I guess I should say this: uh, any little thing that they add in there, it's possible. There's a possibility they could do it just the wrong way. I don't know if any of you remember what was it when people were fishing at a certain time during the day or something that it would crash the servers. oh yeah aquariums aquariums okay so sin mentioned it before there is an issue if um in the beginning when they introduced uh like being able to place multiple aquariums right in a house instead of just one if you overlapped them the glass overlapping glass and water texture caused the instance to crash (laughs) and the server to crash and they had to 
which is funny if you think about it. Like they mm. had to prevent you, even if you glitch it, you can't, you can't even glitch it. So they are aware that we glitch stuff, but they just won't like they don't forbid us to do it. But with aquariums, they do it because it actually causes issues for the servers. Mm -hmm. So you you can't have overlapping aquariums. No matter what you do, you can't do it at all. And this is one of those things that mm. are. You know, they introduced it. It's a nice feature. It's good that we have multiple aquariums now. But they didn't test it, that they could overlap, and then, well, it happened like a day or thing. I think the hotfix happened like a day after, right? Yeah, it was yeah. very soon. I remember some people couldn't um, get out of their house. It was just a feedback <laughs> loop. The funny thing with the aquarium that I, I like with it is it's like the only thing in the game that has like true reflections. Yeah, that's true. So, so they made they made this item with like this, you know, it's so much better than the others. The way that like light affects the glass and the reflections in it, and they never considered that if you just put two together, it'd break everything. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, someone mentioned it before. It's also why the showcases uh, were a thing. You can't overlap them mm -hmm. because it's simple. Like it's as soon as a transparent texture is involved, the game doesn't know how to handle multiple well, overlapping it, transparent textures. <laughs> The game has a really, really good lighting system um, in terms of like shadows it casts and everything. Yeah. But like, you could brick a PS4. You could definitely brick a PS3 if you really tried with a house. <laughs> you you could. PS3, um, <laughs> yeah, you could definitely. Yeah, you could definitely brick a PS4 if you really tried in terms of like what you want to do. Because I've like I run around at, like uh, like 150 FPS normally, and I walked into a house and I almost couldn't close the game once. Just because yeah, it dropped that bad. Right now in my house I'm working on, I have a few lighting fixtures there, and I'm dropping, what, like, with shaders, right? I have 70 frames, and I'm dropping to 20. Just yeah. because I have a bunch of lighting fixtures. It's, it's all the calculations, it's like, it's trying yeah. to do. Mm -hmm. Spaghetti code. Nothing we can do about it, I guess. I don't think sadly. it is. I don't think that is spaghetti code. Like, it's... The lighting, as far as, like, what it does, seems really well-coded. It's, like, it's well-coded in the like, sense, like, like visually well-coded. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not uh, coded in a way that will function. <laughs> so well, that's, that's the spaghetti I, part. Like, it's not, well. To be fair, I yeah. don't think most games are coded in a way where if you drop 200 lamps in one spot and then put <laughs> one wall down for it to like reflect off of, I don't think most games are going to know what to do with that. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's again, a thing that Screenix introduces something, but they don't, they don't know what is going to happen. And it's, yeah. do, well, and it's up to us to crash for a game. <laughs> they'll, they'll find out yeah as soon as the servers start crashing they will find out yeah, yeah. <laughs> eventually but uh that being said we've been going almost three hours now uh this has yeah. been a, a great show uh i really wanted to learn a lot more about the house of community i definitely felt like i have uh you guys have been fantastic <laughs> guests i, I want to say that um i want you all to do your own shout outs here in a second but i want to do a special just shout out to make sure people know as well since you all are part of the uh hgxiv community can you please plug as much of that as you can before we start doing the individual plugs like where can if they want to watch the podcast where and how if they want to go to a website a discord everything okay uh well we're pretty much hgxiv all across the front uh we're on twitter uh we have a discord um the twitter has a, a discord link we are working on guides on YouTube as well. That's HDXAV, and uh, I think that's about it. It's, yeah, it's pretty much HDXIV everywhere. It's at HDXIV on Twitter. It's slash HDXIV on Twitch. 
The Discord link is in the bio on Twitch and on Twitter. Alright, I got both of those yeah. links in chat, so... Yeah, uh, luckily the name wasn't taken. <laughs> yeah. Nowhere. Uh, so what time is your podcast again, Normal? I know I, I took up your day today. <laughs> okay, we're normally at 6 o'clock Eastern. 6 o'clock Eastern on Saturdays, right? Yes. Is it every exactly. Saturday? Every Saturday, it's Pretty depending much. on how we're feeling. <laughs> okay, that's Yeah, fair. that's fair. Um, okay, well, uh, now that you guys know where to find them, I do want to go to each one of you and have you kind of do individual, like, any closing bits you want to say, and shout-outs to whoever you would want to shout-out. Uh, your mom, your best friend, whatever, your dog. Uh, <laughs> and Ashen, if you wouldn't mind uh, starting. Oh, God. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter, Ashen Bride. I have a Tumblr, guys. Wow. If anyone else has a Tumblr, I don't... <laughs> that's a big, like, I mean, I, Tumblr. I, I... I don't use it, but I mean, like, I'm sure there's people in chat that do. Tumblr, but uh, I'm mostly found on Twitter and obviously the HDXW Discord. I don't have anything to plug. Um, okay. That's it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And then, uh, Sint? Yeah. Um, follow me on Twitter. It's at SlapSint. Uh, don't ask why it's backwards. It can just you, is. Can you tell me why it's Slap? Why SlapSint? Because why uh, I needed a. I needed a surname in this game. I was sent in every other game, and then it's like, oh, you need a surname. So I just uh, I put slap. A... You slapped it on. Yeah, there. I put. Yeah, well, I I played uh, a lot of WoW, and I had an alt called Slappy Bag, and I always had a rogue called like Side Slap. So I just put the slap in there. So it's it, 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 it sent slap, but I just prefer sent. Um, Appreciate your pride, Frosty. Yeah. So Twitter at, huh? at slap sent. Uh, shout out my mum for just existing. Shout out my cats for being annoying shits. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Ashen for being weirdly quiet and trusting me and Div to say everything because, quite frankly, I think we just echo chambered her thoughts a lot of the time. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Uh, all right, and Divitus. Yeah, uh, for me, it's uh, my th I just only use Twitter, so it's uh, Divitus Ilyaster. It's a very complicated name. I'm sorry about that. I tried to hit up a French dude who just has Divitus. Okay. He hasn't gotten back to me yet. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> A shout out to the entire housing community, honestly, because uh, I had a very big creative block in the past few months, and it's been showing a lot uh, with the time I've taken up to build houses. But I've been constantly watching, like, as much as I haven't talked, I've been always watching people, what they can create. And it makes me really happy that a community that I've seen grow basically from the start of it from a very small tumblr post with like 10 likes mm -hmm. has grown into such a big thing on twitter and social media in general so shout out to everyone in the housing community especially in fashion decoration and our own hxiv discord uh for being so creative and uh showing me and keeping me going to being able to show me some so many creative builds and inspiring both me and everyone else basically and it's just you guys are amazing i love you all oh sweet of you <laughs> well, I do want to go ahead and make sure I say again, you've all been fantastic on this show. It's been absolutely uh, a blast talking with you. Uh, and I hope that you had a good time on it, too. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure being here. It was amazing. Thank you so much for hosting that, Frosty. Of course, of course. Uh, I'm going to do some of my own personal shout-outs. I want to thank my wife, Carrara, for putting up with me for doing stuff like this every weekend. Uh, and my, my wonderful life in Final Fantasy XIV. Because uh, if I didn't do this, uh, some people, more petty, might not be happy with me spending hours of my weekend doing podcasts. But she loves it, so it's great. 
that being said, also, thank you very much, Andre Kane, for the music we do in the intro and the closing. Thank you very much uh, to all the people who support the show in any way that you support the show, even if it's just by coming here and watching it. It means a lot to me. Um, and I do have a show that mostly is planned out next week. Uh, we're going to be doing our our back to party finder discussion uh and we're bringing arthas on um and we're going to discuss party finder again after the we had one that was before 5.4 and now i think it's time to finally follow up on it uh that should be a pretty pretty interesting show loud and and long uh <laughs> so look forward to that next week uh and then otherwise uh stream wise i'll be back also uh, Monday night to do more Party Finder myself, and uh, yeah, that's it. I do have a closing video uh, for saying thanks to Patreon supporters, and we will be rating somebody shortly after this, so stick around for all that. Guys, remember, uh, and make sure you all say bye when I say bye at the same time here in just a second. Uh, <laughs> so remember, the be good, keep cool, stay frosty. Bye, guys! Bye. Goodbye, have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for watching that show. Uh, and especially for those that stick around for this last video, it's an important part because I do want to give a special thanks to uh, the people who do give a little bit of funding to the show to make it happen, which is our Patreon supporters. If you want to uh, be a Patreon supporter, you just have to hit the exclamation mark uh, Patreon in the chat and you will see that pop up or it will be on the Discord video. Um, and I always do a special thank thanks to the uh, handful of people who provide more than i you know i i believe anyone should uh but it's definitely appreciated one is dude is antonio fantastic uh member of our community has been around since basically since i started streaming then there's tag along who has been helping out a lot with questions and other things uh with the show there's uh nimic from awk morning if you guys need to check out that website you definitely should for anything with rating um and then there is uh, Super Miu, who runs TeamCraft.com, another wonderful website uh, that you should check out if you're interested in anything to do with crafting. Now, that being said, I don't have anything really special this week at all. I, I was trying to think of it. I'm like, at some point, we're just going to hit dry on some ideas. Uh, I, I do hope that I will be able to create some more stuff later on. Um, but, you know, I, I just want to take the second to uh, give thanks to those people who are helping, whether it's subs, whether it's Patreon, whether it's just watching the show and being here. Um, I need to, I really need to figure out how to do a lot more stuff with Mog Talk uh, in promoting it because I've been doing a pretty poor job in that. Uh, so if anyone wants to give me some ideas on that, feel free to let me know. And anyone who's watching this apparently cares about the show enough to listen to a Patreon thank you video. So. Thank you for being here. Stick around for the credits and, of course, you know, the raid that we'll do shortly after. Thank you, guys. Bye.